Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with fight for better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Good afternoon. It is Saturday, December 11th, 2021. And this is Grapsity. And you're about to listen to us talk craps. I'm Will Washington, but I'm not alone here because I'm also joined by Mr. Philip Lindsay. Going on, y'all. And also here is Righteous Reg. Oh yeah, what's up? What's good, everybody? Righteous Reg, Double R, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome! It's Saturday morning. Grapsity, yeah. we out here. <laughs> Definitely so. favorite here on Grapsity. Uh, and hey, we're here. It's Saturday. Mm-hmm. Hey, saw my man Reg getting mixy last night. Ooh, uh, Mixie Boys was in the building last night, boy, in the building. Yeah, that's actually where I was going to start. Uh, you had a Friday night. I did. I went over to uh, West Coast Pro Wrestling, uh, my favorite Bay Area pro wrestling. Live pro wrestling, they had an amazing show last night. The main event was AJ Gray, my favorite wrestler in the world, versus Jacob Fatu in a uh, Every weapon, loudest chair shot to the back I've ever seen from AJ Gray to Jacob Fatu. <laughs> oh my God, so loud. Uh, these guys beat each other up. Um, some other very amazing matches back to back. Vinny Massaro versus Daniel Garcia. Insane fire. They beat each other up. Daniel Garcia, you have to see this guy live and up close and up and personal to really, really get who he is. I did a tweet last night, Daniel Garcia versus... Timothy Thatcher, if it ever happens, is going to be an amazing match. It's because I thought the same thing. I saw Timothy Thatcher in PWG. That ring, you're really close to the ring, and you just get it. It's different than seeing him on TV. So the match was amazing. Uh, my homie ACH was out there. He wrestled Ray Orus, and he had a crazy match. They uh, put together some stuff. And um, ACH is a veteran out here now. He just is calm. He's collected. He goes about his matches much differently. He is legit one of the best wrestlers in the world. And it it's just, it's crazy the potential that he still has. And then Cle- Kevin Blackwood against Alex Shelley was anything you would think Ale- an Alex Shelley match would be, this is what it was. So it was a great night of wrestling, y'all, man. I'm really excited to be part of some great Bay Area happenings. The Bay Area wrestling scene was kind of dead for a while. And so when I first moved here, I was like, I'm not going to wrestling shows because they're awful. And then the <laughs> homie Scott started doing shows, West Coast Pro Wrestling. Will Hobbs was there for a while beating people up. But now they, uh, <clears throat> they've had a bunch of really dope sold-out shows back to back to back. And uh, it's a dope family out there, man. So it was dope. Hey, so you know what's here next week is uh, WWE SmackDown. And so, of course, I was was getting tweets that were asking, am I going to SmackDown? And I was like, no, probably not. And they were like, you know, make sure if you go, 
to take your beans. <laughs> <laughs> I know. F- Philip course. Lindsay, famous beans guy on yeah. the show. <laughs> I like that. No. Let's keep that up. Let's keep no, that up, no, y'all. That's, the, that's that guy from uh, Oakland down there. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I know of nothing. I've never ate a bean in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, everybody who's joined us today, make sure to give us a thumbs up here on this video. Um, and... Of course, we're always reading your chats. We're reading your super chats. We're also reading your Humper Chats. Humperchats.com. Um, that is our Streamlabs solution. And uh, they definitely give us a bigger cut of that. So um, head on over to uh, Humperchats.com. And uh, we got a Humper Chat from D-Lo Diggs uh, that just says, Hook. Um, because <laughs> Hook. Look, man. Uh, the This is going to be a hooker kind of day, isn't it? Uh, yeah, all hookers for sure. <laughs> and of course, we got Super all Chats. <laughs> We got the super chat. We got uh, Zeke Jackson says, I know Red's got a Danielson Warriors jersey. Shout out to Graps. Let's go, uh, baby. But before we get cooking, it's not just Jade, Red Velvet, and Brandy getting flack, too. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. You covered that. a lot of what we're going to cover right there, my brother. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot. Uh, it's on topics list. Uh, and then we got my dude Mac from Brooklyn said, good to be back to being able to watch the bros live on a Saturday afternoon. We live, baby. We yeah, I mean, lot. well, a lot of folks who were missing over the last couple of weeks are are in the chat today. So happy Good to, to see, see that because uh, I, I saw Hannah shouting out uh, her future husband, A.J. Gray, as she put it. Uh, Good luck. That's, he's a handful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so definitely uh, hit us up with your super chats and um, yeah and of course uh, there's so much else to check out here on Fightful um, youtube.com slash Fightful as uh, pretty much every day of the week is covered with content there's always something yeah always something uh, we got Van Twinblade just sent us a super chat. Thank you. He said, uh, told Suede about the shout out y'all did last week at Glory Pro. Uh, hopefully he drops in. Mark it down. Um, uh, Rohit will fight Outlaw for the belt at Glory Pro Anniversary 2. Outlaw, yeah. they uh, Glory Pro has a great, great, great roster of wrestlers and a great amount of shows that they've had in the past. So I'm expecting everything that they got going forward to be dope, too. And shout out to Hannah. She said he proposed to me yesterday because of my credit score. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> so yeah. That's classic AJ. Yeah, he would do that. He loves a good credit score. A good Larry and a good credit score. That's, those are two favorite things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is Grapsity, and we're we're ready to, to talk about some Graps. By the way, it is cold as hell in my house. I was telling these two before the show. So if you see me like shivering, I don't know mm-hmm. what happened last night, but my heat was like not on. And so I woke up to my house being 63 uh, and I am absolutely freezing right now. Uh, I feel like I, I, like 63, like outside is fine, but like in my house, that is mm. cold. And like, I feel like you should be able to see my breath in my house right now. So that cold. Uh, but anyway, that is why I'm here in cold. That's why the Mariah Carey beanie's on it. That's why the Mariah Carey beanie. If it was colder, I am wearing the Mariah Carey. Man, I cannot go an hour without hearing that song. I could be like <laughs> asleep. It's gonna come in my dreams. I could be in my house with no sound on, and it'll just randomly play out the sky. I'm like, yo, what is going This ain't the retail store in my house, bro. What's going on here? Why is Mariah Carey playing? This is crazy. Uh, I will say, though, um, so 
I, I think I've put it out there, but my daughter, she's she's been dancing a long time. And so every year she always like puts together this like elaborate performance for her school talent show every every year. It's every January. And first year uh, in first grade, she did um, Electric City by Wyclef Jean. And then second year, she did uh, Finesse by uh, Bruno Mars. And third year, she did Pani by Lil Nas X. And fourth year, uh, she did the song Bam from the Disney movie Zombies. Anyway, I said all that to say that she's fifth grade, she's about to finish elementary school, and she wants to do something for me. And I was like really shocked at that. And she was like, I think I'm going to put together a routine to Fantasy by Mariah Carey. And I was like, wow. <laughs> he's not gonna be able to watch it because he's gonna be crying the whole time. Uh, I'm gonna be crying. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, let's see. Oh, we got another one from Zeke. Uh, he says another thing. Hook got future star written all over him after last night. I got emotional hearing Taz being proud of his son. Yo, uh, let's just do it. All right, because it's actually it. the first topic. Look, they ready for it. Yeah. All right. They sent Hook. They sent them. Hey, man. Hook yeah. engaged, man. Look. Um. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Meme wrestlers are not a new thing. Mm-hmm. We've seen them for a long time. But usually, once the matches start to happen, the memes can kind of die. Right. And uh, so this was one of those things where I, was, I wasn't sure what to expect. I had heard good words. I had heard from everybody who had, like, actually seen Hook um in his reps and whatnot they had all said yo this this kid's he's clean and but i was not sure what to expect because like i said he was kind of a meme wrestler Mm -hmm. and it's fine he wasn't even a wrestler he was just a meme dude he He was just a meme yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like like i said you know the memes can can turn out great or because like i feel like the first tony d'angelo that was a meme wrestler right? right but like who knows how the memes can turn out but there is nothing like when a meme comes through mm-hmm. and Hook came through last night. He Look, did. man. Uh, he came through. He had uh, he faced Fuego Del Sol on Rampage last night. And the kid is smooth. He was mm-hmm. out there and he was just out there with the the suplexes the throws he was doing Taz like mm-hmm. Taz mm-hmm. damn what the hell you know what I'm not really I'm not, everybody's like wow I'm not really surprised he's Taz's kid if you mm. if you know the history of Taz um, he used to like train a lot of the ECW guys and all those guys are really great it's the first matches they were great from that first match because I'm sure Taz was on them on them on them so imagine his kid like he's not gonna let his kid go out there and embarrass him you know what i mean he's right. like i'm not gonna let my son go out here and embarrass me and last night it showed from the music hitting with the action bronson cut hey. it was just the action like, bronson cut like, yeah when they turned off the lights <laughs> and then hook flashes like they just got it like right it was just simple to the point and just like yo they did it they did it i i think the thing that got me was the crowd and how mm-hmm. like because another wrestler who's kind of a meme wrestler is Fuego Del Sol. Right. And uh and like the crowd was kind of split up until there was one throw and I forget which one it was that uh Hook hit 
But all of a sudden, that crowd went from like 50 50, like chanting for both of them, to like, hook, hook, right. hook. Like, they forgot, they forgot was, Fuego just... was there. They were just like, yo, this is a hook match. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, we'll be into both for a minute. But as soon as Hook got cooking, it was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole crowd was just suddenly into Hook. And. Soon as Hook started hooking, it was lit, boy. Ooh. <laughs> Hook was hooking, and the hookers were hookering. I don't know. We like it. It was dope. <laughs> Yo, nah, Hook. Nah, Hook's been. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like he was starting to get over because, of course, you see online, you know, people thirsting over this kid. Which shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. shame. Uh, but no, I I started to like him immediately. Um, I think the first time we saw him was in the Comey, Cody promo right and yeah. he kind of came out and he's like come on hook we're go- we're leaving and uh it just was something about that kid like straight away like he didn't say a lot he already had this mystique to him mm-hmm. he would come out and he would like me mug guy standing behind taz i'm like this kid's a goon man i like right. this guy man <laughs> and so right. he, he, he come out here and like harass like the 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 uh sales guy outside the truck like you got sting gear up here but you don't have <laughs> mm-hmm. team taz gear up here get this out of here yeah. like he's a cool he's a cool kid man he and is. so <laughs> i was like i hope this guy can wrestle because like you can see the groundswell of support getting louder and louder every week mm-hmm. especially when sin hook became a thing right and so i'm like what is this guy gonna do and boy he came out looking like a star he had the action bronson record uh the presentation around him looks good. Um, he's got the shoot style uh, wrestling. I like his gear. I like his look. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was like, is he going to comb his hair for the, the match? I'm like, of course not. He doesn't need to comb his hair. He's hook. Yeah. He's hook, bro. No. I so, talked to a very popular, prominent wrestler last night, and he said that is exactly how he would like to be presented, how hook was presented. He said like that was like perfect. So, I mean, yeah. hook... That was it. Couldn't have <laughs> Couldn't done it much any better. better. Couldn't right. have done it any better. Um, that picture that's going around of um, the picture behind commentary, you can see uh, you can see Taz standing up and clapping as he's coming down. Like, you mm-hmm. can you not be happy for them, man? Like, I mean, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of second generation wrestlers. We've we've seen a ton over the years, but how many have we got to see like commentate their sons like first match? Right. Like, not even like a. Oh, this is their first match on like the main roster yeah. or first match, you know, because like yeah, a lot of guys have gotten to have um, those kind of trial runs through the indies and all mm-hmm. of that. But like this, this is number to, one. This was number one <laughs> as far yeah. as like first match in front of a crowd that people got to see. This was it in and, Long Island. Come on, mm-hmm. man. yeah, oh, man. No, that, that was great. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I truly felt like uh, Homer on that one episode of The Simpsons um, <laughs> because uh, I had to miss it because I had to take my kids uh, skating last night. Um, turns out the skating rink is still popping, by the way. Mm. Um, but <laughs> It's pretty popular uh, here, too. Yeah, I, I, I had been since I was a teenager, but my kids wanted to go. And there were, like, just adults over on the other side. Just I'm like, this place is still, it's still lit. But anyway... Um, so you know that uh, the episode with the uh, I know Phil would know the uh, where Marge had the uh, the the pretzel wagon and then at the end uh, the the mobsters and the yakuza are fighting and Homer's looking and he's like this little guy's gonna do something and I'm gonna <laughs> miss it <laughs> yeah and then he like and then Marge makes him come inside and then all of a sudden he just like uh, takes everybody out 
I feel like I felt like that because I had to miss it last night, and uh, then of course I jump on Twitter, and everybody's just like hook, and I'm like, damn it, hook took <laughs> over the world while you were away. I know while I was away. As a matter of fact, hook got the super chats like way lit. There's I'm so saying, many right man. now. Hook is uh, the man. Let's talk to. Uh, we got uh, Brent Lockman first. He said, 11 days into the uh, into the go. How long? Uh, can you go, or how long you can go without hearing Last Christmas by Wham! in December challenge. Uh, hope all your weeks were awesome. Uh, and they're pretty good. Next pretty week's cool. going to be much better. But uh, actually, no, I got a car accident this week. This week hey. uh, was a problem. Uh, but uh, I had a great week. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to hear that, but I had a fantastic week. <laughs> there's some stuff cooking. I'm just yeah. saying that. It's, I, I mean, there, there's there's some good stuff. Co- I will say it was a mix. It was a mix, yeah, it was right? A mix. Yeah, it was a mix. There's some good but stuff. But yeah, are you okay? Um, uh, yeah. Jeez, yeah, I... I it was more so like because it was my fault. I I hit. Um, hey, don't say that on this camera. Rewind. Let's like let's cut that. No, part, no, no. no, no. I mean, it's one of those things court. where like, <laughs> like, look. I made a left turn. Like, there is no way I could absolutely like do. And there's no way I am not at fault <laughs> for this one. Like, I was making a left turn. Like, what am I gonna say? Like, hey, this dude driving straight on traffic. Mm-hmm. He did it it was him man you got to take yeah. it to the grave it was him <laughs> nah, i ain't do nothing i was just and then also it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so either way uh but we got more uh we got uh Ferthausen. he says spent the last 12 days working 137 hours and my reward Yeesh. was hook's debut worth it wow 137 Damn, hours that's a lot of there's time. only 168 hours in one week so like in 12 you, days you you was going for it yeah, that's a lot. Uh, okay, yeah. bro. All right. Mm. You know, leave some work for the rest of us, man. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and for yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Tremaine says, man, they need a young Lions division so Hook can be the ace. I had that same thought. Uh, I was thinking of, like, what division at this point could they do for mm. guys like uh, – Because they – yeah, guys like Hook. But also, there's a lot of guys. If you suddenly made, like, a young Lions division, there's a mm-hmm. lot of guys you could suddenly push yep. um, that – you know, wouldn't quite be ready for like a TNT type run. Definitely not ready for the world title, but at the same time, um, just the division where you can showcase who the best of that crop of talent is. I think that would be excellent. They can now turn this uh, dynamite or the the diamond ring. If Dante mm-hmm. wins it, it could be the ring could be that because I don't know what Mac MJF was just carrying it for nothing. He didn't. There yeah, wasn't any stakes he, behind he used it. it to cheat. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah you know, if cheat. they kind of use it as a, a prop for Dante to kind of do that, I think it could work, you know? Yeah, and I would like to see, like, because Dante's another one. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of guys at this point you could do that kind of division for. Right. And you would suddenly have, like, a really dope division. And, like, mm-hmm. the breakout talent of that division could, could be something huge. Right. Uh, Let's see, Brent uh, with another one. He said, those moments of absolute disbelief from the crowd at how good Hook was, that was incredible. Dude is a star in the making. Uh, we had Tyrone, the positive, uh, said, picked up an Uber CX uh, who was an AEW uh, from or AEW fan. Uh, we turned on uh, fire when Hook got uh, in the ring. Uh, we both said, holy shit, Hook is IRL Jake from Street Fighter V. Mm. <laughs> no, you know, who, you know who Hook is, real life character? He's, he's Drago's son from, from Creed 2. That's exactly mm. what he is. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's the guy that, you know, when you really think about Taz coming and being in that great Rumble match against Kurt Angle, and then that was like the peak of his success with WWE, and now it's like, 
I'll get you guys. Yes. Come back for everything. Yeah. Came back with his son, and his son is now one of the hottest wrestlers in the world. Oh my god! I know. I one day and he's like trending. He's trending huge. I woke up this morning. There were two things trending. It was Selma Hayek versus J Lo and Hook. And uh, it's Selma Hayek, by the way. Um, uh, you but know, it anyway. depends on the, the 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 years. I feel like if this is '98, I might pick J Lo. Hmm. No, I'm picking Selma. No, y'all picking Selma every day. I'm picking Selma every day, man. When she was Selena, though? No, I've been picking Selma every year since uh, Dawn of the Dead, man. I mean, Selma is pretty fire, though. I mean. Or Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Sorry. Yeah, she, uh, yeah. Okay, I I see. Every every (laughs) day. It's over. Yeah. Uh, But. Uh, we had T. Daniel Barber said, uh, Hook's the new sawed-off shotgun. Hook versus Moriarty will be a main event in five years. Like, that's the Hook nothing. is 22, man. 22, oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah man. Brent says, uh, got a Team Taz color Grapsity shirt on the way. Uh, feels even more hey, perfect after last night. Cheers, guys. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, we got Bronze Squibb says uh shout out to fuego too he helped make hook shine without looking like he had to slow down or adjust for the new kid they both rocked they did uh and yeah, fuego's really great at getting his ass beat for sure that's for sure <laughs> and life of deem says they need to license west side for someone's entrance like hurry up man what are y'all yeah. doing hey uh man i just i just think it's cool how much hip-hop is a part of wrestling at the moment mm-hmm. uh, with the action bronson theme and they I did mean, that pitchfork I- article on it yeah. yeah, and you know Bronson's been hanging around for a while. I don't know how many people know that he's like a big wrestling fan. Um, he's been backstage at WWE shows, so it's kind of crazy that he's just now getting a licensed theme song. Um, mm-hmm. But it's cool to see. Yeah, uh, I mean that's Hook. <laughs> we the power I thought of Hook, Bronson man. would. I thought Bronson would be in one of them celebrity WrestleMania matches by this time because like, for sure he was a big. He's a big wrestling fan, man. Like I'm like, how are you guys not Huge utilizing wrestling this? Fan. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Friday night, it was it was a good Friday night, mm-hmm. uh, for for everybody. Um, yeah. I mean, do we have any? I guess SmackDown adjacent topics that we can kind of throw stuff. In? I guess the next topic could kind of can kind of. I'm like, how was that tag match? I didn't hear anything so, about it. So we'll, we'll we'll get to that shortly because mm-hmm. um, I think uh. Black people everywhere kind of let out of a collect or let out a collective gasp uh, this past week mm-hmm. uh, because a favorite among black wrestling fans was released. Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Hardy Damn. was released. He's one of our own. I, I, hate, uh, no. I hate, hate, hate inviting people to the cookout, but like, yo, Jeff Hardy has <laughs> to pull up. <laughs> Come on, man. Jeff I Hardy has to you be see, there, You man. saw him during the Teddy Long wedding. I'm uh, saying, I'm saying, when Jagged Edge was rocking, he was rocking. He liked it. Uh, by the way, we did get another uh, Humper Chat uh, from Alicia. She says, uh, imagine a feud between Starks and Hook with Taz wanting Hook to be the FTW champion, pushing Starks out. Mm, look at that. Mm, I like it. Come on, man. Give it to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Well, because Ricky Starks has to leave that group eventually. Hey, because yeah. he doesn't need he doesn't need Taz as his mouthpiece because he, he has is, a mouthpiece. He has, He's the one. Yeah, he is. A great mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny though is uh, I've gone back and rewatched that first promo. Ricky Starks got the cut on uh, Dynamite, and I feel like 
that was the moment that Tony probably saw because you because know, it was Ricky Stark standing next to Brian Cage, mm-hmm. and you know Brian Cage looks at a couple of lines, and then Ricky Starks basically just comes in there and lights it up, and like Ricky Starks even gets thrown off by um, Team Taz's music hitting, uh, and he like looks off and then picks himself right back up as if it didn't even phase him mm-hmm. that that just happened, Man. and uh, I went back and watched that. I'm like, that was the moment. Tony saw it. That was right there. He was like, uh, nah, Brian Cage ain't the guy. Right. Like, look, <laughs> when you look at Team Taz right now, you forget Brian Cage was even named. Right. Um, Seriously. Like, everybody that's there in that group is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then they just had Brian Cage there. And it's like, he was they didn't place. need him. They just yeah, didn't need him. They didn't. Yeah. They, they didn't need didn't. him. Uh, it, you saw it. You saw the moment that right. you realized. And part of it is because, like, you have Hook who doesn't need to talk. Hook is just, you know, just straight silent and looks like somebody. Like you say, he's a goon, right? And then you have... uh... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer... A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. You have uh, Powerhouse Hobbs who... Uh, again, just comes off so cool, right? And by the way, uh, he is looking cut these days. Like, yeah, he's uh, a, he's been a giant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got a speaking of man, watching that uh that battle royal. Mm-hmm. If you want to give us Wardlow versus Hobbs, any time mm. team, give mm. us that match. Mm. But also mm. Leo Rush versus Hobbs, I want to see as well. Uh, mm. Leo Rush was the one yeah. that eliminated him. So I think I they're like, setting that up. It looks like yeah. yeah. And so that was the so. other one I wanted to see was Leo Rush yeah. and Hobbs. So. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys see Leo's tweet after uh? Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. That's the that's way to, to that. That's the best way to keep up kayfabe while simultaneously right. put somebody over. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, but anyway, Jeff Hardy was released this damn, week. Uh, of damn, course, there were reports damn. last week of him being sent home uh, from the tour. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp noted that he had heard that uh, Jeff was offered um, rehab and refused. Or declined, I should say. And uh, so uh, Jeff Hardy was released. Um, I tweeted because I feel like I saw a bunch of people talking about, man, how many times is Jeff Hardy going to be released? Like, this is only his second release. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy, he has been out of the company before, but his 2009 departure was 
uh, his contract expiring, and he actually declined uh, a new offer from WWE in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had cited at the time he was saying that he was just had nagging neck injuries and burnout. He, he was just burnt out yep. uh, in 2009. And yes, he did get into legal trouble like a month after uh, he was released. And so I think people conflate the two of like, mm-hmm. uh, if you weren't watching in 2009, you're like, oh, Jeff Hardy had legal trouble in 2009 and he was uh, out of the company. So the legal trouble must have been why he was released. Right. No, those happened separately. Uh, mm-hmm. Company first. Um, but yeah, so this is his second release uh, from WWE. And uh, it's it's kind of crazy that, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I think everybody who was looking at the landscape of SmackDown for the last uh, little bit had been kind of saying the same thing of like, you know, the only two baby faces who seem primed and ready to face Roman Reigns are Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Uh, but it doesn't really seem like there's anybody else, like even on the horizon. Uh, and so it is kind of a like huge shock that uh, all of a sudden SmackDown looks like empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and you've kind of felt it last night watching, right? That like Brock Lesnar's there, but you don't have Brock Lesnar there. I don't know who the top baby face on this show is. Mm. Uh it feels like that every week Roman is not there because they spend so much time focusing on Roman. So every SmackDown episode without Roman is it almost feels like Poochie. Like where's Roman? Like right. she, she needs yeah. to always be on screen. <laughs> right, man. I could drop Simpsons references on this episode all day yeah. if we need to. Um, but yeah, I, I I felt the same way of just like, um, but like Jeff definitely feels like there is like a sudden like void there. Uh, now, of course, there's there's a lot of talk over what's next. Uh, you know, Jeff's wife, Beth, posted uh, Jeff's fine um, because, you know, there's the, the conversation everybody wants to turn to. Um, there's there's two. Usually it is um, one side of it is up oh, Hardy Boys. Here we go. Uh, and the other side of it is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, let's not talk about Jeff's future. Let's talk about getting Jeff some help. Right. Um, I think that uh as as a, as a man of nuance um i feel like uh <laughs> both of those things can happen uh yeah. i don't think that they're mutually exclusive i think that it is okay as a fan to um want to talk about if you are a fan of jeff hardy like you know because part of that i think is a little bit of the healing process of like uh, if you want to see somebody get better, a lot of part, a big part of it is like, what do you want to see him do next? Because I know that when um, I, I've had people in my life who were uh, on on a really bad path and were going through a recovery, and the one thing that helped get them through that recovery is talking about, all right, as soon as you're done, we're gonna hit it hard. This is the thing you're gonna do next, and like you know, just and them feeling like, okay, I got to get through this because I know what I want to see next in my life. And so I don't think it is necessarily a terribly bad thing to want to talk about what you want to see next for Jeff Hardy. Especially uh, when it's like, we're talking about the Hardy boys, like what's better than him going to be with his brother and spending exactly. a lot of time with his brother? Like that sounds I, like a great idea to me. You know what I mean? I, I think the timing of it is very weird because that, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, interview where Jeff was saying he wants to reunite with Matt before he ends his career was mm-hmm. what, less than a month ago. It was very and, recent. And so then all this stuff is recent, just happened. Like he wants to main event. And then, you know, they swerved us. It looked like he was going to main event. And then he got eliminated by Sammy. And then whatever happened at that house show that I'm still kind of unclear on mm-hmm. 
um, happened, and then this release just came out of nowhere. So the timing of it is just very bizarre. Um, and I, you know, I, you know, I concur with. I hope he's okay. You know, I hope he hasn't, you know, done anything. You know, to you know, slip off the wagon or anything. But at the same time, like this is Jeff and, you know, possibly reuniting <laughs> with Matt Hardy. Right. When Matt tweeted last night that you know the future's looking extremely well, I saw that. I was like. Mm-hmm. No, I, I want these guys to be together. They belong right. together. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you know. It's like you don't with... want to go that far, but, like, the Hardy Boys in AEW, like, come on, you guys. Listen, That's man. Fine. Come on. And, everybody wants that. And, and I've seen some people saying, like, there's no rush to sign everybody. Listen, if you are Tony Khan and you can get possibly one of the most over and popular wrestlers <laughs> ever. In the history. And, and, and reform one of the most well-known tag teams and add them to that tag division. Come on, like big capital letters and quot- quotation marks on that tag team division. Right, you're gonna do it. I'm sorry, right. you are. Right, um, and and I would be surprised if we see him there very soon. Um, but you know, same thing. You know, well wishes to Jeff. I hope he's okay. And, and I I do too. And you know, um, uh, I saw Sean Waltman's tweet about um, he was talking about uh, inpatient rehab and how uh, he's like. Uh, his, uh, he was like, you know, it's it's not as simple um, as you know, go to rehab and be okay or not. Because he was mm-hmm. like, my best recovery was not an inpatient rehab. Yep. Um, and he's like, you know, to be honest, I believe it's a racket. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said that uh, my, he was like, my best recovery wasn't. And so he's like, I don't think it's as simple as you know, go to rehab or not. So he's like, if if Jeff did relapse, you know, it's. Uh, there are other ways to recover besides going straight to an inpatient rehab. So, like, right. uh, I don't, I, like I said, there's there's nuance it's to this so situation. It's so touchy. Nobody really knows any of the situation. And, like, it, everybody, it, it's a, it could be a one bad day. Like, you don't know anything about this. You don't know anything that's going on. So it's hard to really, like, touch on it. We just want, like, Jeff Hardy to be great and fine and happy and live his life. And reunite yeah. the Hardy Boys in AEW at the end of the day. <laughs> and, and then the other part about that that people oh. are like, oh, <laughs> you you you've got to focus on his well being. Like, on some levels, we don't know what's going on with him, so it's exactly. not our place to be like, all right, well, you know, I got to dig into. Oh, well, I hope he's okay. I, at the end of the day, am a wrestling fan, right? And if you ask me, I tweeted like maybe a week ago. I need to see that team versus that team <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> before they retire, mm-hmm. and so. You know, again, I don't want to jump in, jump the gun here, but uh, free agency is looking crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, just Jeff Hardy being out there, you know, the guys that got released this week, possibly Kyrie Hojo out there, uh, Jungle Fiona's out there. Like, this is probably like the craziest free agency we've ever seen coming next year. Oh, I want to talk about Kyrie for a sec because I forgot to to have that topic in here. But uh, yeah, so Kyrie Hojo, Kyrie saying, uh, did uh, she she changed her Twitter and Instagram, and immediately everybody was like, "Who? What is going on Ahoy. here?" Uh, and she, every, the thing people noticed was that it's that former um, WWE superstar, uh, and that got all the eyebrows raised. And then uh, it came out in the Observer this week that she is indeed no longer a part of WWE. Uh, that they had talked to her about a comeback, and she had told WWE that she uh, wasn't um, interested in moving to the U.S. So the speculation right now is that she may return to stardom. Um, who knows? Let me tell you this though: as far as that telling WWE, 
that uh, she doesn't want to return to the U.S. I once told a girl <laughs> I was not interested in a relationship. <laughs> and then, Wait a minute. Wait a hold minute. Up. Hold <laughs> up. I'm just saying, look, I once told a girl I, I wasn't interested going, in a relationship. I got you. And, I'm following. Um, I ended up marrying the very next woman I did. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I'm just saying that sometimes. The way you connect with those dots, man. Wait a minute. All right. Man. No, for real. It's like, look, I don't like hamburgers when McDonald's makes them, but when Whataburger makes them, they taste wait. good. I'll eat them. Look, I'll, I'll, I don't know if I'm interested in a relationship. And then a week later, he put a ring on somebody else. Like, that's crazy. Mean, so, look, that's just how look, so you know because everybody's citing that hey Kyrie's whole WWE she don't want to wrestle in the US for y'all I might tell him that too <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious um, yeah I mean I don't know I, I think that they dropped the ball with Kyrie on the main roster quite a bit I, I definitely think they dropped the ball with her exit like I felt like they had the chance to do something really cool with her for her final match, they teased that Oscar match and then Oscar's never gave hurt it to us. Still, where the hell's Oscar? It's like she's with Oscar? Elias, she's with Elias and Samoa Joe. Well, I mean, no, she, <laughs> she's, she's taking a break, man. You know, man. let our let our empress take a break and you know play video games or whatever else she wants to do and make YouTube videos. Have you we know. not seen Oscar in front of a live audience yet? Yes, WrestleMania. I mean, since WrestleMania, I because mean, I what I specifically mean is. Like um, on the road. Yeah, since they've been back uh, on the road. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, yeah, so she's been in front of live crowds. But no, you know, let our empress rest, man. She's she's earned a rest. Um, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to her coming back to the U.S., of course. But I've been saying ever since she left television, I want her to go back to stardom. There's so many matches I want her to have there. Now, if you twist my leg, I wouldn't mind her coming back here and having matches in another company as well. But my hope is starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a whole lot of super chats. Uh, they go back a minute, so uh, we'll read a few of them. We got uh, Tremaine says, "Wonder if Hook ads beat me if you can survive if I let you to his arsenal." Probably I'm coming. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Pedro says, uh, "Who else from hip hop from the hip hop world would benefit from having one of their songs used as an entrance theme?" Also, who would you give a license theme to? Uh, first question is Righteous Reg, and then second question <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean, and hell, then I'll do the same thing. Second question is uh, Swerve, and he needs uh, "Ain't Nobody" there by Shaka Khan. Uh, um, That's how we answer questions. Um, I would say it's Westside Gun for sure. Yeah, uh, he's the next guy that needs to, you know, do something. I mean, he has a song called Eddie Kingston, so come there's on. a couple he, of different options. He, he's, come on, man, he he's got to do a song for somebody at some point. And the next person that needs licensed music, I think it's crazy that Kofi does not have his own music. He's the only one. I he's the only one that doesn't have licensed music right now. Give this man his own theme, song. or just give him back his old theme song, and we hey, just if all you get bring- lit. If you S-O-S. want to bring back the Kali Buds, like, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, man. Give him give him some licensed music, bro. Right. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I love licensed music. I think that's the best thing. I think that, especially when you're using stuff that is uh, highly recognizable. I actually mm-hmm. commended WWE a lot for their use of Bad Bunny this past year. Yeah. Uh, because, like, Bad Bunny was a dude that, you know, in the Mia video with uh, Drake, he was wearing the Latino Heat shirt. Like, he was already in uh he was already showing off his, his 
uh, affinity for pro wrestling. Oh, and, and they just announced Amigos, right? Did WWE they? did. Yeah, they, WWE announced Amigos for day one. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, ah, I saw a graphic nice. to that. Ah, I didn't see that. So yeah, uh, so like, I mean, that's yeah, dope. and that's the thing is like, because uh, I I do love quite a bit when pro wrestlers, um, uh, not pro wrestlers, when hip hop specifically people in hip hop who have always kind of embraced pro wrestling when mm. pro wrestling embraces them because yeah. like WWE and, and pro wrestling as a whole has like chased like stars for a long time, but there mm. have always been those stars. Like remember how much method man was like into pro wrestling. And yep. I, yes. uh, I feel like there was so much use you could have gotten out of method man in the early two thousands because that was a guy who like was... red and Matt, they did a music video that was wrestling. Like, yeah, and like, but like, Beth the man used to just like talk up how much he loved pro wrestling, like mm -hmm. all the time. He was always on about how much you know he watches and how much he watched at the hey, time. Man. And like, I feel like that was something that could have been embraced far more than just like one track with the Rock and a photo shoot with John Cena. Like, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but as I've said on this show, these companies show all the time they don't love black people, so they don't reach out to black. They <laughs> They're like, yo, let's get Nickelback. Okay, yeah. we got. Uh, uh, we got a Humper Chat uh, from Magic oh, Rat uh, says, uh, I know you guys are hip-hop heads and obviously big pro wrestling fans. So what about when you combine the two uh, to make battle rap? I think I've seen Reg post some stuff, uh, but are Will and Phil also fans? Uh, if so, uh, favorite battlers, uh, battles, bars, moments, etc. Um, I used to watch a lot of URL. I don't as much... Um... Man, I gotta go. Mm. Like Calico's up there for me, you know. Daylight's up there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many I could name, but I'm mm -hmm. gonna go with Daylight for sure. Yeah, I like Daylight too. I like Tay Rock. Um, um, Arsenal might be one of Arsenal. my favorite just because he's so rude and he surf. just don't he, care. He, he, surf, yeah, surf, surf, yeah. For sure. surface fire, surface super fire. Um, there's a lot of dope battlers out now. There's like so many. Uh, Chess, he's a young dude. He's yeah. super duper fire. Um, yeah, the battle scene is crazy. They just had a battle show here a couple weeks ago. Uh, and they have battles legit every weekend now. I remember going to rap battles in like 2002. And there used to be music, and it'd be one rapper goes for one round, and another the other guy go one minute, and the other guy goes for one minute to music, and then that's it. Now it's like battles are one full hour of guys just rapping against each other, and it's super dope. Evolve. I always say that battle rappers are like the most intelligent and complex rappers they are because they their bars are like different man they have to think of ways to put together a bar like that i wouldn't even imagine so always come in the battle rappers those guys are insane yeah uh i think super hot fire is probably oh, let's, get out of here. let's hey. move on because if will says what he said is gonna say i'm out of here super hot fire no, man. <laughs> Jay, Jay. come on man um no but uh as far as greatest um battle rap moments probably loaded lux in that battle where he just you know just annihilated my man gave him you gonna get yeah. this work came out yeah. with a casket and a suit like that is just a classic moment that was um, the one ultimate memeable battle rap moment yeah definitely uh we got tyrone says uh every black person got an unk or cousin like jeff i i did mine didn't uh get a chance to beat his demons hope jeff gets a chance to beat his addiction sucks mm -hmm. um 
And yeah, I mean, I've, uh, and that's the thing is I, I, I've had people really close to me in those situations. And that's why I said, it's something you got to approach with nuance. It, it is not mm -hmm. just a simple, um, don't do this, do this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not, not, it's not, not as simple. easy as that. It's, it's very much not that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. You got a humper chat, uh, from Matt, Matt mm -hmm. Reichel says, uh, Good afternoon, guys. I'm headed to ROH tonight and excited oh. for everything. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the show? It's actually the next topic. Yeah, uh, so perfect. we are about to get there. Um, we got uh, Justin uh, says, uh, first time getting to Super Chat, my favorite YouTube crew. Thank yes. you so much. Hey, thank you, Justin. Say, y'all yeah. boys, the realist. Uh, Hook is awesome. And I'll be uh, wrestling my spiritual little brother next weekend in Marshall, Texas. So excited. Let's go, Justin, Justin. That's dope. Hey, yeah. yeah. Good luck. Texas. Oh my God. The scene's crazy. Y'all are crazy out there in Texas. I'm saying. Eloquent said, uh, dope show set Reg on that live stream. Oh, thank you so much, Eloquent. Thank you to everybody who tuned in, everybody who's been retweeting my stuff. Y'all are super dope, man. I had so much fun. Yeah, hey, we, we going all the way up, man. We lit. We sat around and watched it. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess this week has felt so long. That was only last week. Right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I've talked are, to you yeah. since then, but I was like, right. but have we done a show since then? I guess it we have. It was last Saturday. Yeah, so it was last Saturday. Like so yeah. Uh, yeah, we sat around and watched it in my living room and uh, it was dope. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Uh, and then we have Ferthausen uh, says, my favorite picks with wrestlers and musicians over the year is my son and I with Jeff at a TNA house ship. Dude, Jeff Hardy is just the coolest. No one ever says anything bad about him. Even when in situations like this, everyone's always just so positive about everything, man. Jeff Hardy is the man. We love him. <laughs> Everybody in the world loves Jeff Hardy. If you don't love Jeff Hardy, like, what the fuck, man? What's wrong with you? I got another super chat from Zeke. Says, uh, will AO that way <laughs> transition into that segment was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kenny is on record saying he would want to sign Kyrie, just saying he, yeah, I mean, of course, yeah, he, that was absolutely <laughs> what Kenny said, uh, when he was talking about who he wanted to see in the women's division, but like, yeah, early I get on. it. Being in America is a lot for mm -hmm. some like yeah. taking your whole just, life and coming over here, it's just, just easier. Just than, got married, man, yeah, I get it's it. a lot, uh, but you know. Again, if you're going to twist my arm and get, like, Kyrie versus uh, Sheeta or Kyrie versus Riho. Come on. Or, you know, Kyrie versus Statlander. Come on. I, you I'm, know, I'm not going to turn that down. Uh, no, I want it. Hey, uh, speaking of which, um, we're getting Sheeta deep three this week. Ooh. Hey, man. I, I was I, I, do you know what's funny is I love the winter is coming graphics because like to me like just the the ice and all of that looks like um, a graphic you would use for something that is like coming to a head finally right like mm -hmm. when we first saw Kenny and Moxley in the the right. ice I was like yeah like this it looks cold it looks like mm -hmm. something that you want to see and so <laughs> I, I yeah, so I've been well, so I was like yeah I know right <laughs> so I was like I wanted to see for the, I, I was thinking. For weeks, I'm like, I don't know when they're going to do Sheeta versus Deep 3, but I want it to be mm -hmm. winners coming. Just mm -hmm. because for the hatred between those two right now and the fact that it has boiled so high, I'm like, I want to see it in that winners coming graphic. And I've been saying that for weeks. And then when they announced it, I'm like, thank you. That was Man, exactly what I like, wanted. This feud is up. too cold. It has to be in that graphic. <laughs> yeah, it has cold. to be. Yeah, I got you. And so I'm happy to see it. So Yeah, uh, that's going to be a dope match. They're going to tear it. Uh, oh my uh, god, they're gonna tear it up. Uh, Banks says, I still can't believe we never got Boston Hug versus Sky Pirates at that San Jose Takeover. I know, I was such there. a missed opportunity. Damn, come on. Yeah, uh, 
And uh, John, along the same lines, uh, says Kyrie versus Sheeta, Kyrie versus Deep, Kyrie versus Hater, just to name a few. A lot of names in AEW I want to see her wrestle. Um, All fire. Jamie Hater is. is, That match? If you did not know, Jamie Hater is. Riho is. Look, man, uh, I, I. Y'all better put some respect on Riho's name. Like, I'm, I'm tired of it now. I'm saying. Uh, when, you know, people talk about she's too small, blah, blah, blah. I hear that. Like, um, it's finally, you, so I did RBR this past week uh, with with my old, old crew. Uh, back, we're talking like 2010 old, and it was all on short notice, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, me, Matt Galloway, Felipe Diaz-Vera, we did RBR this week. Uh, and they, B-Rob was there, of course. B-Rob, the current host of RBR. I don't want to ever discount B-Rob. Um, but... Uh, one and thing that R.I.P. Black Rob too, just if we're talking about B. Robs, like yes. whoa, <laughs> what a year this was for losses in hip hop. Was that man. this year? Yeah, uh, oh, I think so. Yeah, because because I think it was like in a really short span. It was like Black Rob, DMX, Jeez. like uh, and uh, Shock G. Like it was Sha- just like, oh my god, it's been an awful year for hip hop yeah. legends, man. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh, we were talking about. So Matt doesn't like watch a whole lot of AEW. So he only like gets to watch it like when he's asked to host a podcast because otherwise he's kind of mostly like falling out of wrestling, right? And he uh, said that the thing he got about Riho, he was like, what I see in her is like Spike Dudley. And I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. You see it. Yeah. You see what like that's nobody was talking. Nobody yeah. in 2001 was talking about, oh, I don't want to see Spike Dudley wrestle. He's too small. No, it was like, I want to see Spike Dudley wrestle because he's so small. Yeah. And I want to see him against these bigger dudes. And I want to see, you know, what they do to him and how he can get a victory against them. Like, that was it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you get it. And uh, I feel like with Riho, um, yeah, she's a smaller wrestler. She's absolutely mm-hmm. a smaller wrestler. She also feels very unique because of that. She feels very one of a kind. And also, she sells like crazy like you mm-hmm. cringe like I, I feel like uh i'm constantly just like right, pearl I, abs- when, I absolutely which... can't stand when people say oh it's not believable we're talking about fucking pro wrestling bro <laughs> they yeah, fake punch I, each other they I, fake I, throw yeah. each other to the fucking ropes why are we picking and choosing when we get to say oh that's not believable she's too small she's too this it's all fucking dumb, dude. It's two people <laughs> slamming each other in a wrestling ring. Get and doing it regularly, it. by the yeah, way, because you know on, in boxing and MMA, you don't get to fight every week. No. Uh, you know, this you is, don't. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say it because I'm tired of the real hate. I just feel like I feel some kind of way about every time she's brought up, somebody brings up his, her weight. And right. I feel like that's the thing that is mostly done to the women. I don't see that done mm-hmm. with a lot of the men. And uh, that's why I brought up Spike, and right? Because I, mm-hmm. I just Except for Marco I, Stunt. Sorry, Marco. Yeah, people, I, I, people I just be on that shit. I just don't like it. She's just she's a great wrestler. Like Will says, she sells really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the psychology she uses in her matches makes a lot of sense. I yeah. thought the best thing they did in that match was not only like the crucifix bomb, but when she went for the Snapdragon and couldn't get couldn't overpower, so she threw her into the turnbuckle and then came behind her and snagged her and did it. Like all of this that made perfect sense, sense right? Yeah. Like all of, all of it, all of, everything she does makes sense. It's not like she's out going out there. She's smaller than people, and she's doing like gorilla presses or anything. Right? She is just using like her ingenuity, and you know, using you know the fact that she is just a great wrestler. She's out wrestling people. Um, mm-hmm. That's how she won the championship. Is she out wrestled Nyla Rose? Right. Um, and so I feel like if that says anything, if you can't get on board with somebody that just is a good wrestler, that says something about you. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it does. <laughs> I know. It, it's, it says way more about 
you than it says about Riho if you can't exactly. get on board. Like, uh, when people, because that's the hang up people have. I always see, like, uh, Riho, it, it's, I can't. I can't believe her matches, so right. you know, I just can't get into it. And it's like, that's a you problem, because yes. I, I am enjoying the hell out of Rio matches. I thought that match with Jamie Hayter was Jamie Hayter's best showing so far. Uh, and, that brain buster? Yeah. Oh, my God, that yeah. brain buster. And, yeah. like, yeah, that arch that, that Riho gives uh, to, like, really sell how bad something is. Like, because she was doing it in the stomps, right? Like, that everybody was... was yeah. Uh, but, like, if you just notice what Riho's doing, it's not that she's bad. Selling. I mean, yeah. It's just it's, selling. It's, it's she's selling, it's right? But she was making those stomps from Britt Baker look crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what Riho's good at. That's what it Man, is. And she's had two phenomenal matches this year. That match, the Serena Deeb match earlier this year. Riho's good, man. I'm she's sorry. Really good. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I, and honestly, uh, one that was... Uh, uh, that kind of goes forgotten... Uh, from the the one they did on Bleacher Report, the match with uh, Thunder Rosa, really good, also mm-hmm. good. So. Oh man, I, the Maki Ito match that was on the first episode of Elevation, mm-hmm. yeah, it's also really good. There you go. Um, nah, Riho's great. I love yeah. Riho. I I I have nothing negative to say about Riho. Um, you know, because uh, I I fall more along the lines with Reg when people say, "Well, she's not a good talker. She doesn't talk at all. And you don't have to talk. Um, you don't have to talk." In what do you want, man? Come on, <laughs> Hook, guys. Hook Get never talks. Bro. Never. Like you that's what I'm saying. One word. Yo, you. You got to get over these contradictions, bro. Like, yes. y'all love Hook right now, but then at the same time, you're like, "Oh, this black women's wrestler can't talk." Or Ugh. it's like, "Yo, it." It's telling every time you talk about who can't talk and who yep. can't talk again. Yep. Hook don't talk. Orange Cassidy doesn't talk. Doesn't say nothing. No, don't say nothing. Mm, uh, we got another one from Tremaine. He said, uh, talking about hip-hop and wrestling, Mark Henry's theme is goaded for me. 3-6 uh, Mafia. 3-6 Mafia. Yeah, yeah, come yo, on. That versus. That versus. That versus guy got nuts, man. He said, y'all ugly ass. Me and Jamal, you a hater. Have you been seeing 3-6 Mafia, by the way? Whoever's running their Facebook is just has absolutely zero chill whatsoever uh and that they're like commenting from the three six mafia account like check mark next to it on like all things bone thugs and harmony and they're like hey we won <laughs> hey they're from memphis man they don't care I, they bring it man. They, yeah uh, it is I, it is. like because I, I i think i like follow lazy bone or something like that and i scrolled and i just see a picture of lazy bone and the first comment is three six mafia saying we the champs man and i was like <laughs> Hey, that's big. Hey, They've man. been beefing for like 25 hey, years. I know. Man. That's hey, right. speaking, of, speaking about Maine, we got our man Terrence Howard in the building to do his uh, Hustle and Flow bruh. record. And bruh. I was like, they man. won an Oscar for this. They had to get the main main to come yeah. out. Come on, man. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. It, it's pretty amazing looking back in hindsight. Because like Raw the Swiss was Beats min- was pissed at Busy Bone. <laughs> oh man, he was so mad. I'm like, this I mean, is how it Busy Bo walked. Supposed to be, though. Busy like, Bo walked in like ready for beef. You saw him on the it's or what that was on Twitter where he was talking mm-hmm. about man. He's like, what up, Triple Six Mafia? We coming after you, double worshiping ass niggas. Like that was like, <laughs> oh my god. He brought, yeah, no, he wanted smoke immediately. He was crazy. Yeah. That, that clip in itself is just. I've watched that clip several times. It's hilarious. Um, Somebody said that's Shia LaBeouf. Uh, <laughs> so, I was like, yo, y'all are wild, bro. The only. The only knock I have with Busy Bone is you cannot go in and start stuff like that. And then once the other crew comes and runs at you, you're behind everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, no, y'all get them. Like, what you are you doing? Come <laughs> and get the smoke. Let's fight yeah. if you want to fight. Don't be high. And look, I, I love 
Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you watched my my Mariah Carey countdown with uh, Denise, uh, my number two song was Breakdown uh, because I, I love that combination. Mm-hmm. Um, but that verse is like really exposed that they didn't really have nothing after East Ice well, and Night Eternal. Yeah, uh, it was a bad matchup. They that, it, it just was. was a bad matchup. Yeah, because yeah. like people forget, like Three Six Mafia had hits for a long time like, a long it wasn't time, just like man. tear the club up and then everybody forgot no they no, kept coming they kept going <laughs> they kept going and uh, then they stopped and then they kept started again and they were all hits again so like now they did it a lot yeah and so um let's see we but classic lost... moments in that man that's hip-hop right there bro man. uh right. oh we got one uh so jam on it says uh for me it's e40's mayhem for hobbs mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. Uh, let's that. see uh, that would be, said, to hear E40 on Dynamite would be crazy. DX, <laughs> DX theme, Run DMC version, goaded to. You know what, though? Like, I love that theme, but it's always funny to me because do you remember? It was like maybe a two year period where, before Jam Master J died, where Run was just doing tracks and calling it Run DMC, but it was literally mm-hmm. just him. Yeah. Uh, and like, that song is just Run. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. But. Uh, like it, it's officially called Run DMC because same right. with Let's Get Married. Let's Get Married was only Run, but it says mm-hmm. uh, let, it's Jagged Edge featuring Run right. DMC because he was just running with the name for a little while, uh, really until Jam Master J died and then he retired the name. Uh, but uh, I, that's always just been funny to me. But yeah, that mm-hmm. DX theme, uh, definitely not timely because it right. wasn't like they got prime run dmc it was like hey we got run dmc like 12 years after yeah anything. It's, it's been long over for run dmc at this point but you know yeah. I, I like the theme yeah i, I, I like the album. theme as well i i think that was uh of course the uh, greatest thing theme on there is ice T, the godfather grab your bitches, bitches. Man, <laughs> i used to listen to wwf progression so much uh because like i i you know i've was always into West Coast hip hop, so like, mm-hmm. um, I liked the the Big Show Mac Ten theme. Mm-hmm. Um, that was because uh, I was like a really big Mac Ten guy for a long time, um, and I still think Banger Ball is like really underrated. Like Mac Ten with Manny Fresh production, mm-hmm. it's a great album. Um, Mac Ten, I know, what's up? I know what's Mac up? Ten, Mac Ten on Cash Money like made no sense, right. but. Uh, <laughs> But I feel like the combination of the two was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, what else we got? We got uh, RoboCop says, uh, I want to give a <laughs> shout out to Mr. Haku leaving his job doing English translation for DDT at TJPW. He did such a great job for English speaking fans. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, another one from Bazo Banks says, uh, Everybody's allowed to dislike someone. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no one's allowed to dislike Jeff Hardy. No Straight one. Up. You can't. No one. You can't. You're weird nah, if Jeff, you do. Jeff's that guy. Uh, let's see. We got uh, another Humper chat. Um, mm-hmm. This one uh, from Alicia says, do you think Sheeta Deep 3 needs a stipulation or a gimmick match? I don't think it needs a gimmick. I would like a stipulation or something. Uh, and I guess the only gimmick I would want to see in that type of match, because I, I am like just, I love straight up wrestling matches. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. I notice when people like put together fantasy cards and stuff, they're like, yeah, let's see this in a TLC right. uh, flaming table match. I don't need none of that. Just, mm-hmm. just give me two great wrestling. This one doesn't wrestlers. need that. You know like, I, mean? I suppose if I wanted to see one, the only stipulations I, like, truly love are stipulations that give me more wrestling. So, mm-hmm. like, if you wanted to do an Iron Man match or two out of three falls, sure, because right. I'm getting yeah. more pro wrestling yeah. out of that. 
yeah, I just want them to get time, man. I just yeah. want them to get a decent amount of time. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. mad if they opened the show that way that they get like no commercial breaks. Right. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really need a stipulation. Nah. Uh, and then uh, we where's got, the show? Uh, Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Dallas, but it's at the Curtis Colwell Center in Dallas, which uh, is I think. Typically, uh, they've already like sold their highest gate there, and it's the third time they've run it. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that holds like six thousand fans. Uh, I'll give that building a lot of credit because it, when I first saw it, I was like Curtis Colwell Center. Like, is that like a convention center? Like, um, you got arenas in Dallas. What are you doing? But the sound in that building sounds better than anything else you could run in Dallas. It just because of the fact that it is a smaller, compact venue, but holds. You know, they can have six thousand fans there, and it looks like they're going to have something close to that this week. So honestly, for winter is coming. I I think having a loud ass crowd in mm-hmm. that building is going to be good. And uh, for when Brian Danielson's crowning achievement is so great, <laughs> it's going to sound great in that Dallas arena when Brian Danielson is the AEW World Champion do, at the end guys, of the night. Do you guys think anybody's debuting at that show? Yes, I think Kyle O'Reilly's absolutely debuting. I Kyle's going to be there. Yeah, cool. hey, Kyle's going to be there. And I Come think on, that is a topic. Too cold in these streets. You got to bring in cool yeah. Kyle. We got a topic think, coming I, I'm up thinking here. maybe the uh, ROH, the brand new ROH world champion, Jonathan Gresham, could make a little appearance too. Yeah. Wait, is that tonight? Yeah, it's the next time. Oh, that's next week. Yeah. So but, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That lines up. Mm-hmm. Um. So we got uh, Wrestle Voice says uh, uh, Riho is so good in the ring and always has been. Uh, she has a unique move set and her psychology is just dope. Hater to me is female pack that's that's a comparison i haven't really seen and uh hadn't really thought about um but i like that uh and uh says she is so explosive and can go uh with anyone in the ring and you know i feel like she's starting to have those performances that we've wanted to see from her for a long time so uh and i say long time she's been in AEW since august uh but uh and then uh let's see got another one from wrestle voice says you know what give me annie up for someone like keith lee and watch me run through a wall uh annie up might be kind of fire mop is definitely one of those groups that you know i feel like any wrestler could run with an mop like definitely Mm -hmm. uh let's see blake says uh love the show and glad for the distraction today kentucky got pretty effed by tornadoes last night i saw that uh asking Hmm. people that can donate towards uh relief absolutely yeah yeah. i I saw that that uh, That is crazy amazon those people are stuck in the building or something yeah yeah Yeah, my wife woke me up with it uh she was just like you see what happened in uh kentucky and it's like no i hadn't she was showing me that it's crazy uh, Not only do we have to do a wild ass shit, we got to deal with natural disasters too. That just yeah, nothing we can do about it. It's fucking crazy out here, man. Uh, back on the spike comparison, uh, Tremaine says Bubba needs to tell Riho to get the tables. Hashtag mm-hmm. Riho Dudley. Uh, the eloquent says when Rey Mysterio fights someone three times his size, you never hear that it's not believable. But it's right. a problem with Riho for some reason. Uh, shaking my head, bad faith argument. Come on, Reed. Hey. we love Rey Mysterio Jr. when he's wrestling the Big Show on Big Shows, has him on the gurney and slams him <laughs> against the pole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or when Great Khali smashes Black out of his brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Come on, man. There are tons of small wrestlers that we love, man. Yeah. I don't know why Come you know, on. people will. I I have a theory as to why. Yeah, yeah, no, we know. We know, we know why. Uh, Ken says, uh, ha- he says, uh, 
quote, Riho isn't believable, unquote, <laughs> uh, says Twitter user Undertaker <laughs> underscore forever exactly. XX exactly. Uh, with exactly. a fiend profile picture. You like the Undertaker. No, but see, Undertaker is different because he's a legend and, you know, he wears MAGA hats, <laughs> blah, blah. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> he only has two shirts, two blue eyes and a shirts. Uh, it says, any Riho hater, go watch Ray's Rise in WCW. This is from Ferthausen, uh, the Giant Slayer. Uh, you know what's funny? Um, all right. Uh, I, 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 I hate to rag on Vince. I don't, but uh, I hate to do it too much. I don't. Because... <laughs> but, um, you know, I saw Ray getting that series on Cartoon Network, and I was like, That's God, dope. man. That's cool. You know what's, what drives me nuts is how WWE has had multiple luchadors come through in the last 20 years. Because uh, they had Ultimo Dragon in 2003, they had Sin Cara twice. I mean, they had two Sin Caras. Uh, they had Kalisto. They had uh, the Lucha House Party. They've had so they had a lot of luchas come through, and it's crazy how they were never able to make any one of them. Uh oh, we lost Reg. No. Uh, we were never able to make any single one of them uh, a success, a star. Uh, there it goes. Oh, I'm still here. I don't know. What's yeah. Going on. <laughs> um, but and then I thought about it, and I'm like, and here we have Rey Mysterio with a Cartoon Network series, proof that um, a luchador can absolutely cross over. And then the thought occurred to me, and he's not even WWE's. WCW got Rey Mysterio over. Right. WCW put Rey Mysterio on the map, yeah. and so like. Have they never really like successfully introduced a luchador to the world and made them a star? Like I don't think they have. Um, they haven't. <laughs> no, they like, can't count Rey Mysterio. You can't. no, I wouldn't count Rey Mysterio uh, okay. because I don't think you would count him. Um, mm, no, mm, uh, no. I don't know. Say Del name. Rio. I was oh, I was God. about to say Sin Cara, but I don't think that's oh, anything. That's no, 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 no. No, um, because like they had a lot of opportunities, and I feel like it probably just probably Kalisto. Like, but Kalisto like I said, they closest. He they had dropped. Andrade, and now oh, well, I mean God, Andrade. So yeah, Andrade made his name way. Before. Yeah, a lot yeah. of these guys are, are just just like Rey Mysterio. They were already made mm -hmm. dudes before they got to the. But like, even if it was show. somebody who wasn't made on a mainstream level, because I feel like Rey Mysterio was made on a mainstream level before WWE, because WCW, like he was in WCW and WCW was on top. Um, mm -hmm. Like you know, yeah. I I used to look forward to those matches. I used to love watching Juventud. Like Juventud Guerrero's music plays in my head way more right. often than I like to admit. And I used to love when those matches would would kick off a Nitro like that hour before Raw where uh, all of a sudden Rey Mysterio comes out, Juventud Guerrero comes out, mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, here we go. I think Juventud is probably like, every time I talk about WCW, everyone always talks about Juventud. He made, he made a, a lasting great. impact legit. He man. did. Like, right <laughs> next to Rey Mysterio. Like, he's right there, man. People loved Juventud. Yeah, uh, yeah. nah, Juve uh, stuck with me. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, and and the the thing that angers me with the, what you're saying is you're right because then they've had luchadors that they could make 
in a household name. They yep. look at what Lindsay Dorado is doing for himself online right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's way more personable than he had ever been with that company after right. he left. Um, People didn't he, even know him on the on the Yeah, roster. you've got Lindsay Dorado so good too, and they they had Grand Metalik there all that time. Grand Metalik was insane. Like, yeah, oh my, those cruiserweight classic matches. Oh my! Like God, it is crazy bro, that they have, except for Rey Mysterio, they've pretty much failed every mask. And like I feel like masks are merch like as a right. company that loves selling merch come on uh you know i had uh paul griffin used to scream from the top of his lungs every week like why do you not sell Callisto masks like you want this guy over uh yeah. he's a guy that uh you have him winning the united states title all of that let me buy a Callisto mask why can't i buy a if Callisto there's a mask, mask people are gonna buy it like yeah regardless yeah. So and sell a mask. If yeah, a mask and like wrestler, you, the on. only guy they sold masks for was Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. And like, how? How could you do that when you've had right. guys that literally print merchandise? Never made sense to me. Um, let's see. We had uh, Ricardo says Fuego made Hook look amazing. I think Hook also made himself look amazing. Hook did it. Because uh, his moves were clean. Um, he could have executed that on a lot of different people. Uh, let's see. Jester Design says... Uh, today's the fourth anniversary of my dad's passing, and he's the one that got me into wrestling, so I had to send a chat for him. Shout out to your dad, Jester. Hey, um, shout out, Jester. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Deontay uh, with the <laughs> with the Anna Kendrick uh, says, "Yo, my dudes, Deontay. hope y'all having a good day. Love listening as always. Y'all get me through work. Low key, people who don't think uh, Riho is real, go touch grass." Hey, man. We're talking about pro wrestling, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Shout out, and to, then, shout out to Deontay. He gave me one of the biggest belly laughs when we first saw that Anakin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> and uh, Alicia sent um, a humper chat. Uh, R.I.P. Demarius Thomas. Man, yeah, that hit me so crazy. hard the other night. Shout yeah, out. that's crazy. Um, only thirty-three but, years old. Jesus only thirty-three. Christ. Like, oh, Denver, the whole Colorado thing. Huh? Yeah, Damn, you know, I'm a Broncos man. fan. Uh, right, I don't. Yeah. You know, I, I don't talk a whole lot about it because there's not much to talk about. Um, right. Although Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I, I've been a Teddy Bridgewater guy since we started him. But um, yeah, uh, that that was just that got me so hard because same age as me, um, mm -hmm. just a couple months younger, and uh, I want to see guys, I want to see guys make it out of their sixties, let alone make it out of their thirties. So. Crazy. Yeah, it's tough one. There, there's a weird Denver Chicago connection with football because you know, of course, Jay Cutler, Denver, yeah, Denver quarterback came here. Uh, same thing, Brendan Marshall <laughs> played alongside uh -huh. Demarius Marcus, comes here, and you know, Jimmy Butler when he was here, he was a big Demarius Thomas fan. Like he had like a ton of Demarius Thomas uh, jerseys. I don't know if you guys have seen that picture of him sitting on his couch with all his jerseys mm -hmm. across, man. So yeah, sh you know, rest in peace, man. That's really yeah. sad. That was really sad. Damn. Uh, Ferdhausen says, uh, Psychosis had an awesome mask. Man. Yeah, he did. He was another one that people liked, yeah. And LaParka, like, come on, man. LaParka, man. Yeah. I love LaParka. He was my favorite to play as in uh, Revenge. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, all right. We got next topic because uh, uh, final battle. It's tonight. Is, yeah. So, Ring of Honor final battle. Ooh, it's Go been a um, down tonight. It's been a big journey tonight for Ring of Honor, down. man. They've uh, even with just this show, they've been through a bunch of adversity. The main event have has of course been changed. Was originally Bandito, 
the ROH World Champion facing Jonathan Gresham for the ROH World Championship. But Bandito was out with COVID-19. So they replaced Bandito with two-time ROH champion Jay Lethal. He will be wrestling Jonathan Gresham tonight. And hopefully, at the end of the night, it will be Jonathan Gresham with that ROH championship held high and we'll all rejoice. But um, it's been a bunch of mixed emotions for Jay Lethal, for sure. So that's everything Jay Lethal. Have they announced what's going on with the title yet? I know they said they were going to deal with that today. Uh, So we don't know, like, if the title is technically going to be on the line. Oh, yeah, I didn't even. Um, I don't know. know. We don't don't know what's going on. Yeah, we don't know anything now. Um, I guess they're going to reveal that during the episode that shows before Final Battle. Mm. Um, I don't know. Um, Okay. But yet, man, talk about a company that is uh, stumbling on the way out of 2021. Come on. Uh, it's really sad to watch, especially with so many prominent Ring of Honor guys um, blowing up other places. I mean, you see Adam Cole and, you know, uh, Brian Danielson are yep. like on the top of the world right now. Mm-hmm. And you would think that Ring of Honor could get it together and, you know, continue to make new stars. Um, but it's just, I don't know, man, it's it's looking rough over there. Uh, it's looking bad. I, I am excited to see how Gresham finishes up the year with them. Um, I do hope this is from the title. And if anybody deserves to hold that title coming out of 2021, it is Jonathan Gresham. It is. I told AJ Gray last night because he's wrestling Jonathan Gresham and GCW uh, next Friday. And I said, yo, you could potentially be wrestling the ROH world champion at the end of the day if it gets there. And he said, I should be happy that he's wrestling. So, look, Hannah, be careful with AJ Gray. He's a handful, just like I said. He's crazy. He's a crazy person. (laughs) But, yeah, no, beyond that, ROH has a really great card, man. They're showcasing a lot of this great talent, the great roster that they've always had. Uh, The Women's World Championship, Roxy versus... Grapsity favorite, Willow Nightingale is going to be a great, amazing match. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if Willow Nightingale, you know, got that W. And we saw Willow and John Gresham at the end of the night with them belts up. Yeah, man. Roxy is amazing. There, She's great. That, that that match for the inaugural title was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, if anybody I feel bad for coming out of this is Roxy because I don't feel like she got a chance to really establish herself as a champion. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like if you've watched her other places, you know how good she is. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's just sad that, you know, they were just getting going with that women's division. Yo, I think that's the craziest thing about this whole thing is the women's division has been crazy. Like, they've been putting up yes. matches. I think yeah. they have Women's of Honor Wednesday or whatever it is, and all the matches have been heat. So it's like, yeah. imagine if this wasn't going to be a hiatus, if we were just going into a regular thing, like, yeah. with this women division would have been. Man. Yeah, man, they... Big names there, Trisha Dora, um, yep. that Holy Dead there, mm-hmm. um, you know, Max and Taylor. Um, yeah, they tonight they, they have, got Allison and Marty out there. They got like it's a it's 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 tough. It's stacked, man. Chelsea Green. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to uh, my longtime homie Maria Canellis, uh, who uh, she did a great job. Um, yep. Yeah, they were doing uh, she, it. They're she cooking. knew what she wanted to see and. Uh, they gave her the opportunity to do it, and I feel like for a short time she got to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's looking like a great card, um, super long card. Got thirteen yeah. matches uh, or twelve matches, twelve matches. Um, but yeah, but I guess it's the last show. You got to go out with a bang. Yeah, got to go out matches, with a bang. Yeah, give, <laughs> give that crowd. Uh, what is it in Baltimore? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, give that Baltimore crowd one a, of their home bases. Yeah, 
give them what they want to see. Uh, so it's going to be good. Uh, Ring of Honor Final Battle. Um, I'll be watching. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, watch too. I'm going to watch too. Yeah. It's going to be bittersweet, man. ROH has been around for a long time. I've watched a lot of ROH shows. I've been inspired by ROH. I've been to ROH shows during WrestleMania weekend. Uh, it's uh, They have some of the greatest matches of all time. Brian Danielson's Ring of Honor title run is one of the best ever. He wrestled Kamala. Like, come on, man. It's crazy out here. <laughs> yeah, matches I mean... he had with Kenta. The matches he had with Nigel McGuinness. Like, man, crazy run. Of course, I always say the greatest... My favorite independent wrestling match of all time, Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kabashi, happened in Ring of Honor. That's a great match to watch without commentary. Like, how many matches do you watch without commentary? And just I mean, Ring of it. Honor shaped what pro wrestling is today. Definitely. 1,000%. Uh, now, now, granted, um, uh, we got to talk about the fact that there's some unshaping uh, happening. Because, uh, uh, of course, we have the... Um, WWE Next in Line uh, happened. And here's the thing. I actually, not nearly as against this as a lot of people are. Uh, mm -hmm. Not against it at all, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I get why some are uh, against it. Uh, and again, that is why I feel like you have to approach topics with nuance. Uh, because some things aren't that simple. Um, but like I said, Ring of Honor helped shape what pro wrestling has been for the last like 20 years. Uh, and we... Cause Pretty much, if you matter in pro wrestling right now, you probably pass through Ring of Honor at some point. Yep. Uh, and uh, the style of which they uh, kind of helped craft and mm -hmm. really shape, they, they shaped the indie scene. But of course, yep. all of those indie wrestlers then moved up and helped shape the main event scenes everywhere mm -hmm. you look. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're... Kevin Owens, Ring of Honor world champion. Yeah, there wouldn't US be an AEW Universal without Ring Champion, of Honor. Like it's crazy. So no, like, there absolutely wouldn't be an AEW. There would not. Brian be Danielson was NXT. the Ring of Honor yeah. World Champion, and then he was the WWE Champion. Like it's like it's a and it's a thing. It, it, I'm telling you, if you look at most of the high profile NXT uh, feuds over the last decade or so, most of them are uh, duplicated Ring of Honor feuds. Right. Yeah. All the way down and, to Kyle, Kyle and Adam Cole. Cole. Yep, that mm. was started there. And so, uh, but of course, WWE uh, announced their 15 uh, next-in-line hires um, to a play on the name-image likeness um, decision that came out of the Supreme Court this past year and uh, allow college athletes to uh, sign deals. So here now we have uh, WWE uh, signing athletes that they want to shape into pro wrestlers. I don't think there's any harm in that. I think this is that, what they've been doing forever. Yeah, like, I think yeah. that um, you know, if you're going to discount people who don't have wrestling backgrounds coming into pro wrestling, then you're discounting a lot of a lot of people because you're going to discount Big E. You're going to discount um, Roman Roman Reigns, right? You're yeah. going to discount. Bianca. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that uh, that did have. Um, that didn't have pro wrestling backgrounds that luckily were athletes that you could train into pro wrestlers. So mm -hmm. I do think that it, it is not a bad thing. I think that, uh, what's interesting to me about that is how in, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that you can discount the other side of it, the indie side of it, because, 
you don't get a Stone Cold Steve Austin without somebody who grew up a pro wrestling fan and traveled the world and worked smaller shows and worked their way up and bounced between the top promotions. You don't get Steve Austin that way uh, without having that kind of a run. You don't get uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, you don't get that kind of stuff. So you don't and, even get Triple H. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was on the grind before this. He like It wasn't just like he was an athlete straight to the WWF. It was like... He was in WCW. He was out on the grind in the independent scene. Like it's a different thing, and there's yeah, a lot of a lot of the top guys of all time have been on both sides of the coin. So yeah, and so I do yeah, think man. that there's two ways to do it, uh, and I do think that uh, I, I guess there's just multiple ways to do it um, because I do look at somebody like AJ Ferrari, who uh, because the. Uh, we got what, Kurt Angle, what a right? Name, like, man. He, he's AJ Ferrari name. is an awesome name. If he's you don't touch name. that, like like I said, if you don't change that name to fucking Biff Banner or something, Biff then you Banner. Might... <laughs> actually that oh, name's man. not that name's not bad, actually. Yeah. But don't worry. <laughs> but and then you just shorten it to Biff when he gets to the main roster. Mm. Um but like you can't uh but like when you have somebody whose name is literally AJ Ferrari, just like run with that. That yeah, is such sure. a name. Uh but I'm looking at it like, uh, you know, the, we got Kurt Angle, right? Kurt Angle, one of the greatest of all time. We did get Brock Lesnar. Now, mm-hmm. you run into a certain issue with somebody like a Brock Lesnar, right? Which is that Brock Lesnar didn't grow up watching wrestling. Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. didn't care about pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so Brock essentially saw pro wrestling as just kind of like one phase of his career. Right. And then he moved to the next one and moved to yeah, the next one. Money. And so you do run into it with... Uh, any of these guys who aren't necessarily pro wrestling fans, right. uh, you run into the idea that they may not see this as the destination for them. They might be like, this is some bullshit. This hurts and I'm out of here. I'm not yeah. going to stick around <laughs> just for some money. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I imagine signing 15 people, I bet, at best, four or five work out. Right. Um, and and that's that's usually the case with big hiring classes. They mm-hmm. usually don't sign all of them expecting them all to be a success. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not down on this. I do think that you can have success out of this. I just hope yeah. that it's not uh, in lieu of signing pro wrestlers as well. Right. I, feel I don't like... think it is. I think this is just, like, it just seems weird because WWE announced it, but it's really mm-hmm. just like what they've always been doing and they're just following along with the, with, well, I mean, what... it, it I'll say it is in contrast to what they were doing before, because yeah. you know before yeah. it was just Regal and Hunter just like raiding. Well, games. yeah, that was that's yeah. them. That was, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, that was. It's definitely yeah. them. Like, okay, no more scouting indie shows, no more raiding the indies. Right. Uh, like we're done with that. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know where that. I, am, I immediately thought of uh, Brody as TNT champion, yelling, "No more of you indie guys getting TV time." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I do think that some people are upset at it um, when you put it in connection with everything else they've done. I don't think it's right. just that they're doing this. I think it's right. also that they've released so many people mm-hmm. and they put out this edict that they're not going to sign any more indie wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think that that's part of why some people don't like it. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jay Bougie. You yeah. all, you guys were all over his neck. Leave that mm-hmm. man alone. Um, yeah, Jay Bougie. That's the thing. As he's I understand, on the scene. I understand from from Jay Bougie's perspective. I absolutely see it. Again, you have like I feel like nuance is the topic of this episode. You have to approach things um, yeah. looking at it from a nuanced perspective because mm-hmm. like look at it because I can understand if you see 
Um, you see what an indie wrestler. Oh, did Will freeze on us? Yeah, it looks like it. Sounds like it. Uh, well, but yeah, no, Jay Bougie had a point, man. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily completely agree with his point, but right. he has a right to his opinion, especially as somebody that works in this industry. And yeah, he's a exactly. That's and what I people do... forget that, like, he's out there. He's a wrestler. So he's if, a, yeah, if they so... put out an edict that says, "Yo, we are not looking for you," I'm about to feel a type of way, bro. If you tell me you're not looking for my type, yeah, I'm gonna say something about it. And then you're like. Oh, we're gonna sign all these people that don't even care, and I've been dedicating my life to this, and you're just signing yeah, some people for some money or whatever it is. That, you know what I mean? That might not even work out, and that's right. I'm like he has a right to his opinion, and mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of people getting mad at him that don't necessarily understand his opinion, and it's, right. just, it's not even so much that they don't understand his opinion. It's just mm-hmm. like, well, how dare you even express an opinion? How it's dare like, you? It's it's crazy. So mm-hmm. no 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 you know there's there's more than one way to look at this I don't see it as a bad thing I mm-hmm. don't disagree that you need uh you need to bring some people from the app, from the sports world and you need to bring in people from independent wrestling that right. have always wanted to be wrestling wrestlers yeah. rather it has to be a mix because who are the new college athletes going to interact with they can't all just interact with each other it's not going to work like that no, <laughs> you can't no. have two brand new first ma- first matches out the gate people engaged in a feud you got to have some people that have been out here they know what this is they know what pro wrestling is they have some experience because if everybody's uh brand new one-to-one it's going to be hard man yeah. <laughs> it is a good thing i'm good at tech uh figuring that I, was, out. I was confused at first because it sounded like you were still talking and then right. it was like wait is he froze mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden like everything just crashed Um, but, but yo, then it's quite, it's crazy because then look what Lash Legend did last night. Now it's like, she's exactly that. She's a college athlete. She came from this background, probably didn't give a shit about pro wrestling, but like, yo, look at everything that she done. She has charisma. She has the look. She, it looks like I didn't see the match, but I saw a couple clips and it looks like she got something. So like, it's like, it's up in the air, man. You never know. It's, it's, it's. We're just gonna have to see, pretty much. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got some other news, uh, such as. All right. The boys. I'll admit, hot red hot news. Man, <laughs> red hot news. Man. So I'll admit, uh, I, I thought that look, man, the way they're playing up Gargano. I mean, I. I He's got to be staying, right? You said it in our group chat. You were like, he yeah. might be staying. And Will, uh, Phil was like, nah, I don't, I don't think so, bro. The way I mean, he was talking. <laughs> I mean, like, and, and there's a lot of people, because, you know, even Dave Meltzer said this week that he, uh, the WWE is under the impression. And I talked to somebody in the WWE office this week, too, who feels he's under the impression that both are staying. Mm-hmm. But okay. inside or insight over here. But <laughs> thought we was AEW shells, but hold we on. got that WWE but. plug, baby. Hold on. There's a but there. And that is that nobody who is fully interested in staying would let themselves go completely into free agency without at least wanting to know what the other side is offering, right? Because like, you know, Randy Orton. Uh, there was all that talk of his contract expiring and him possibly using AEW as leverage, but he never let himself go into free agency. He eventually 
just um, ended up signing with the company. And mm-hmm. like people who fully intend to sign with the company, I think wouldn't let that happen. They wouldn't let themselves become a free agent if mm-hmm. they're fully intent on it. You know, there was all the talk of Brian Danielson, you know, if he'll probably, you know, end up re-signing with the company. If he was going to do that, he would have just re-signed. Right. But he did at least hear what Tony Khan's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I don't think at all. Like, Johnny Gargano opening a Twitch account. Yeah, that was me, a, all that news that happened right before Johnny Gargano was like, actually, here's Twitch. Actually, here's Pro Wrestling Tees. Actually, here, uh, you know, so like, uh, that was he's it. like, I, no. I'm... I, I kind of, I think we kind of knew it during War Games, because watching the War mm-hmm. Games match him coming out to Rebel Heart, which I didn't expect to feel that way when Rebel Heart hit. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that was really a moment. Him coming out and having a fantastic performance in that War Games match, by the way, reminding you why he is who he is. He's like, y'all gonna miss this. Probably <laughs> one of the best NXT uh, performers of all time. Um, and I was just like, yeah, this feels like it's it. Like afterwards, like this felt like his last his last NXT pay per view. And so when he gave the promo the next day, and I was sitting listening to the promo with certain parts of it that this is a guy that looks up to Brian Danielson. And yep. there were a lot of parts of that promo that sound like things that Brian would say. Mm-hmm. And um I mean you could tell it was goodbye because he was he was he was bringing up all these people from behind the scenes. The fact that he he said that, you know, I wasn't supposed to be an NXT guy, but Regal mm-hmm. kept bringing me back. And that was very bizarre because we haven't seen Regal we haven't on heard TV about in Regal. forever. And he's shouting out all these guys that we have not seen on TV. And you look at it like Beth's leaving, Scotty's leaving, and again, we haven't seen Regal on TV. We haven't seen Triple H on TV. Um, I was ho- wholly expecting Triple H to come out and give him a hug, and he never came out, which was really weird. Um, and I feel like that said everything. I feel like that basically told us he was gone. But the the line that really told me is when he was like, man, you know, sometimes changes has to happen, and the best thing I can tell you guys is to bet on yourselves, and I was like, he's gone. Right. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, he's gone. Um, Can't be like, betting he, on yourself working for bet, this what, 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 what else would bet on yourself mean? He's not saying bet on yourself and go to the main roster. I don't no. believe that. I, you he, can't bet on yourself he, doing that. Yeah, and I I will be fully willing to eat my words if we get like back to February and he signs and he's back on SmackDown or Raw. I'll be fully willing to eat my words, but I think he's gone. Um, and yeah. just the next day, and soon as soon as the free agency was announced, that pro wrestling T link dropped, and then a Twitch dropped. I was like, Nah, he's deuces, bro. Like I'm out of here. Like so, I I think the bigger tell to me, because I'm like, okay, so Johnny got a big send off, and to me, I'm like, you know, WWE has like done false send offs, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, yes. you remember they had John Cena come out and do that goodbye and come back later in the night, mm-hmm. um, and it was. So, like, I'm not above WWE doing that kind of thing. Whereas, like, Kyle O'Reilly, on the other hand, just got, like, dumped like garbage. Oh like, it was God. like... They they did Kyle so wrong. What <laughs> was that? I, you know, of course, wrote an article about this for Bleach Report. But just the way that they've been... They've booked him for... Since last year, I mean, he had arguably match of the year with Finn Balor at yes. over 31. Yes. And I felt like after that match, you could easily say, like, he should be the next NXT champion. Yeah. And... After that, he, you know, he got the rematch and lost. Then, you know, he got some other feuds. But you could see he was slowly drifting out of that world title picture. And you could see that the moment was passing. And they never tried to heat him back up. I thought the Cole feud was going to heat him back up. And once Cole was gone, they were like, all right, well, done with that. Here's, mm-hmm. here's Von Wagner. It's like, right. and I mean, no. if, if, 
if you didn't know they were done with Kyle O'Reilly, the biggest indicator of that was getting to the first episode of NXT 2.0 and him getting taken out of the title match and Von Wagner got introduced. That was that was all you needed to know. Von I, Wagner, yeah. bro. And Kyle I, I feel O'Reilly. Like, yeah, I feel like we should have known then that mm-hmm. Kyle was probably gone. But, you know, and like I've seen people saying that, like, well, Kyle might be back. Listen. The way Kyle tweeted after that and was like, he "Hey, it's 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 not goodbye." I was like, "Yeah, he's he's out." Kyle yeah. has Kyle is gonna he has so many places to go. He's not coming back to WWE. He's gonna try to go to Japan. He's no. gonna try to. He's not coming back. Man, bro. are you look? I have been fantasy booking in my brain. Like yeah. I've been going to sleep thinking about. All right, Red Dragon's gonna face. Right. Uh, yeah, he's not coming back, bro. Come he's not on. Coming, yeah, the whole I mean, crew's over there. I'm coming. I'm on my way. And, and it should be said, I don't think Kyle gets the credit he deserves. Kyle, in my opinion, is the second most consistent member of Undisputed Era. The only reason he's not the most consistent is because he's got like one of the most over guys standing next to him. Um, but he's the You're only. You're talking about th- Roderick Strong, right? <laughs> but yeah, I think Roderick Strong is the most consistent in the ring. If we're talking, if we're if we're I, keeping it a stat. But Cole, Cole's I, the star, I, though. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I would but say, I mean, if we're talking in the ring. Roderick Strong is never. I, I would he say got, it's Kyle because I would say it's Kyle because when you look at the matches he's had that that NXT Takeover Chicago match with Oni and uh, Birch, come on man, like that match Kyle is incredible. Is uh, yeah, the the yeah, Imperium fired. matches he was having, he's the only three time NXT Tag Team Champion. Uh, he's the only guy to win Tag Team of the Year for NXT three times in a row. He's the man. And yeah, so, when I saw that, expecting these two to resign, I'm like, if if getting Kyle O'Reilly to stay was pairing him with Von Wagner, this is the worst negotiation tactics one, in the it, history and, and, and of listen, negotiation I, tactics, I, I know that some Come people on. are going to look at this and go, we're sitting here saying, put him in Reed Dragon, and we're saying it was a demotion to go from a world title to you know, being in a tag team with Von Wagner, but... We're talking about one of the greatest tag teams we've ever seen. Come in on, Ray, right? bro. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. He, they right. are. <laughs> and they, they've been making, throwing hints over there. Like the Young Bucks, like, yeah, no, we faced him before. We know, we know uh, Bobby on, Fish man. when Bobby Fish came in. Like, we, they, yeah, you're talking about Red Dragon, but we're talking about this. And, it's and, and, Come on. I mean, like, God, just thinking about like the possibilities all of a sudden um, of what you can see from Red Dragon, right? Because, right. like, uh, I'm thinking about okay, you know, they could go straight for the tag titles, but yeah. don't do that yet because there's right. a lot of others I want to see. But right. uh, I think Jurassic Express is a phenomenal tag team that needs to be in the conversation more um, because yeah. Luchasaurus has one of the best hot tags uh, going today, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, okay, uh, Lucha Bros. Uh, not Lucha it's going to be also, interesting uh, to see, see Jurassic what, Express. what happens. Yeah, yeah, you guys think the Jurassic Express is next for the tag titles? I, I think they're at least next to challenge, but I can see like Christian doing the turn uh, right. on him before getting yeah. in there. But yeah. I think, without a doubt, uh, I've seen the name tossed around a lot, um, and I think it is the ultimate troll to people who have been like, "Uh, I hate Adam Cole and the Elite. I want him to be back with the Undisputed Era." That group is going to be called the Undisputed Elite. They're going to do this. Don't do that. No, no they are absolutely going to do. That's tremendous. The they are going <laughs> to. They're going to throw undisputed up both, right? Elite. They're going to throw up the oh Undisputed Elite. God, they're going to be that's the, so good. <laughs> they're going to be oh, no. Undisputed Elite. That is so. <laughs> I don't want it. People man. are going to hate and, it. It's so and, it's go, and people are going to be so mad because so this pissed. is going to be 
Uh, and honestly, this I, I see him all as a combination. I think it's going to be, and I think it's going to happen as soon as Wednesday. I think that uh, we see... O'Reilly's pulling up. We so, see O'Reilly pull up, and like there's like a stare down. It's like, oh, you see like O'Reilly and... Um, uh, and uh, fish on one side. You see the bucks on the other. You see Cole staring between them. Who does he mm. choose? And then they all do one big like five group hug. Mm-hmm. And you have Cole as the leader with both tag teams beside him. Yeah, he's gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna do the power ranger pose. Like, they, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I I could definitely see uh, because I'm sorry, Reg, but I think Brian's in, Brian's losing. And I could definitely see Brian losing that match and the elite oh. standing over them afterwards. I can What the elite got to do with this? Because I think it, Adam's what challenging it, next. Adam Cole's next. What did, what yeah. did Brian do the first night he showed up? He came out and he interrupted the elite. He did, so the, right. the elite coming out after that match makes perfect sense. You know and what I do Brian. find interesting about Brian, by the way? Because I know he's like full heel right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, w, er, WWE, AEW, like, very much emphasizes the tunnels, especially lately now that fans mm-hmm. are, like, hip to it now because it was a thing that where, like, people didn't really know. But Brian still comes out the babyface tunnel, and, and mm-hmm. I've been wondering about that, of, like, is he just, like, heel for this feud? Uh, it seems like he it. said that. He said yeah. he did say that, that he's just like, oh, I'm not a heel, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's going to win the AEW Amen. World Championship uh, Wednesday uh, at Winter is coming. Because I've been looking See at it you like, later, Hangman. Because like Cody this week did tease it. Cody, you know he was Cody's the, funny, dude. He was at the top of the ramp, and you know he was like from Listen. one good guy to another, mm-hmm. and then he like walked, and then toward the heel ramp was like, oops, and it turned yeah. around and went yeah, right back. Funny. Cody, I, Cody is great, bro. He <laughs> is, Cody's great. Man. He's good. I, I, Just I do that like little it. thing. Look, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it because I'm like. Does a heel and babyface tunnel like really make sense? And then somebody explained they're like, well, yeah, like you know, if the idea is supposed to be that they lead to two different locker rooms, like why why would these people that hate each other be in a locker room with the people that right. don't? So I'm like, okay, uh, mm-hmm. like with that explanation, I'm fine with that. But the part that gets me is how used to it I am now. To where if somebody comes out the wrong tunnel, I'm like the mm-hmm. like mentally, I'm like, whoa. What's going on? Is this what were person, you doing over there? Like, did this person turn? <laughs> like, like, it is that. Because the only thing I truly hate about it is that AEW got to be consistent with it. Right. I don't care where the hard camera is. Heels on the left, baby faces on the right. Mm. But, like, every, in the arenas where the hard camera's on the reverse side, uh, they've reversed they've reversed it for the fans. And I'm like, no, don't do that because now I'm thrown off as a viewer because I don't, <laughs> I don't see where the hard camera is. Mm. I just see left and right. And, yeah. Uh, uh, and that's going to be the case that, cause I'm pretty sure the arena that they're doing um, revolution at, uh, it has the hard camera on the other side. And so they're going to, everybody's going to be coming out in reverse and it's going to throw me off for an entire four hour pay-per-view. Uh, so yeah, don't do that. Uh, but yeah, so Kyle Riley, um, I think he goes, uh, like I think Kyle O'Reilly's like very quickly, like very soon. You're like he's pulling jump. up right. I on think he's Wednesday. he's pulling up as soon as possible now. Well, people mm. forget that there was literally only eight days between um, Adam Cole's last NXT match mm. and his AEW appearance. Right, he did it show was, right up. He showed right up. Mm-hmm. It was like Man. he had the match with Kyle, and then one week later he was in AEW. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, to me, I'm like. Same thing. It would make perfect sense for mm-hmm. Kyle to show up uh, eight days later, right? Because mm-hmm. it would be the Tuesday he yep. was in uh, uh, on NXT, eight days later wow. in AEW. Like, that wow, would make wow, 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 if, wow. If, if you want to read the tea leaves at all, him, the way that, 
the way that he expected Wagner to turn on him, and he threw up that undisputed era afterwards. I was like, Come on. yeah, he's out of here. Come <laughs> on. Then he threw that sucker in there. I was like, everybody yo, said he was yo, like Bret Hart with the WCW in the air. I'm like, yo, yo, I don't even think it's just that him doing the sucker at the end. I was like, yo. Do you think that, that some of these guys that are Triple H guys that are leaving, they kind of have his blessing to leave? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Ooh. That's good. That's good. I wouldn't I, be surprised. The way he I did the second at the end, I was like, lot Yo, of what's going that, on, man? A lot, of, a lot of wrestlers that Triple H really, really, really championed and really liked were released. So, I mean, I mean... I just, I don't know. The fact that he did both, I was like, mm. right. The, and like I said, the fact that when Gargano finished up that promo and everything, Sean came out and mm-hmm. he was all happy about him leaving. Well, not happy about him leaving, <laughs> but he was all gracious about the entire yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't seen Triple H. Like We haven't. I don't know, man. It's all very weird. Everything that's going on with NXT is very bizarre. It's so weird. So weird. I agree with what you Uh, said the other night that this possibly could be like the last pay-per-view when Phil was saying that for NXT because I don't know if they could do this in this current format. Like, it's not a takeover. It's not a takeover. No, it's not a takeover. Worthy, you know, so. I'm going to repeat what I said on RBR because I have, um, I do have concerns about the, the the as NXT as it currently exists, mm-hmm. uh, and that's uh, beyond just the, the silliness of it all. Um, more so, just thinking about how you look at, um, uh, you know, when WWE was like really training people like uh, uh, from scratch, mm-hmm. uh, and they did they had the OVW class, and everybody loves that OVW class. Yep, uh, because. That was Cena, that was Orton, that was Batista, that was Shelton mm-hmm. Benjamin, Brock Lesnar. It's a great class of wrestlers. Yes, yep. it is. But one of the things that that class got to do was not be scrutinized by social media and not yep. be on national television. And, <laughs> uh, you know, OVW was airing yep. regionally. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted your hands on OVW stuff, you had to tape trade. There was a lot of stuff you had to do to get your hands on them OVW clips. I heard I about Brock Lesnar before he came in, but I never saw any footage because the only wasn't footage any. I saw was this yeah. grainy ass shooting star press. Shooting star like, press. Look at that guy yeah, do that, that shooting star press. That looks crazy. Yeah. yeah, and that's all I ever saw. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as Brock was concerned, I mean, as far as any of that was concerned, nobody ever saw any of that. And mm-hmm. so they got to hone their craft and they got to become what we later saw them be without being scrutinized by social media, without right. being uh, put on national television. And I do very much have concerns about uh, putting these guys right now on national television and social media clips and things where. Uh, you know, they could eventually become the stars of tomorrow, but they might be working with a handicap if they have a big botch in a match or a match that doesn't work out too well. Mm -hmm, And it's a clip that's circulated and people are like, oh, look at this guy. He botches all the time. He's not, Mm -hmm. uh, he's no good. And it's like, you know, if you want to do what you did 20 years ago, you kind of have to keep it protected the way you did 20 years ago. And right. maybe treat it like an indie where mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is stuff you can see, but you kind of need to go out of your way to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't put it on national television. Uh, I would do it in a way where people can, uh, where they can 
at least experience wrestling in front of an audience because that's important. That is something that needs to happen. You do need to have the crowds there. That is a big part of pro wrestling. But yeah. you don't necessarily need the television audience to see right. it. Right. Not on uh, USA. Yeah, I, yeah I, not, I, on, <laughs> not on USA. You know, FS1 maybe yeah. uh, because, you know, that's – uh, or do some kind of regional sports, but I would not put this all the way out Man, there. Right. I, I I think NXT 2.0's days as a network television show are numbered. Yeah, um, I, I agree. That is my prediction, and of course USA not... more than anybody is going to be like, "Yo, what is this, you guys?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and of course I'm not rooting for it to fail, but I just Mm-mm. feel like their days as a network television. Show I don't want it to like, fail. I don't no. think, but I don't necessarily think it for what it is needs to succeed in the way that it's right, supposed yeah. like a success for NXT 2.0 should be um all of these wrestlers are stars on the main roster right That's since we the know success- this isn't a third the third brand mm-hmm. like they were pushing with the black and yellow like we yeah. know straight up like this is what this is for for yeah. the next level you know so to me the success of NXT 2.0 is wrestlers are successes right i don't think NXT 2.0 needs to see success that is the rating success that is mm-hmm. uh, highly viewed because you don't necessarily want that for these guys. Um, uh, no. This yeah, needs right. to be one yeah. of those like, like, you know, I could see Braun Breaker having success later on and a, a small sect of people being like, yeah, I remember Braun Breaker when he was wrestling in the, the colorful Jenny Jones building. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think he necessarily <laughs> needs right. to be uh, seen in front of. But they uh, they try so audience. hard when they get to the main roster now to make you forget about NXT. Like, I thought they didn't. When they were talking yeah. about Finn Balor, I'm like, you guys don't even say anything that he did in NXT. You guys Especially don't talk like about last, like, any years. of his accomplishments. Like, what Man. what's the point of that brand? If you guys uh, are not going to utilize the footage that you have, utilize all the stories that you told, you're just going to forget about him when they get to the main roster. What's the point? They do it sometimes. They're inconsistent. Uh, yeah, well, right. We got... One last big topic to get to. So let's read these super chats. Uh, T. Daniel Barber said, I was going to go to Final Battle live, uh, but not feeling so great. Uh, well, feel better. Um, yeah. Uh, and Shane Taylor and Kenny should Oh, yeah. We have to mention yeah. that. That's yeah. a long-time feud. Kenny King and Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor. they are just going to beat each other up. It's going to be great. But then be brothers at the end, okay? We're brothers, Shane Taylor and Kenny <laughs> King. And uh, Alexander says, uh, with two exceptions, on the male side, they signed 10 versions of the same guy. Vince is desperate to find Brock Lesnar, the last star so WWE Oh, my created. God. He I wants mean, Brock Lesnar so bad. John Cena was after Brock, though. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a certain Becky Lynch. I don't know. Yeah. The <laughs> last star they created. <laughs> uh, like Riley Walks. I mean, Walker Roman says, Reigns. Come on. Let's, let's relax. Yeah. Uh, would love to see Gargano versus Danielson. Uh, will. match and a Gargano versus Jungle Boy you match definitely at some will. point. Uh, and a Red Dragon versus FTR rematch would be amazing. 1,000%. Like I said, that. I have been on this. I've just been like, all right, Red Dragon, what are we doing? Let's get mm-hmm. some matches going. Yeah. Uh, and I'm ready. The brisk- I want the Briscoes to sign with AEW too, man. Mix that up too. I wonder what my- happened because they were supposed to be at a show not too long ago. Yeah, I'm thinking they're, they're still teasing. They're just, F- everybody's waiting for this final battle show to happen and see what happens and move forward yeah. from there. And they're still teasing uh, FTR, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, they are in, like, a Twitter feed, so, like, they're setting it up already. Uh, Max says, guys like Rock, Reigns, Biggie, Simmons, Austin, Flair, and DiBiase were Division I uh, football players before wrestling. Uh, right. Promoters have been doing this for years. They have yep. been. Yeah, uh, yep. And uh, Brent says, happy Red Dragon noises. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Brent also says... Um, 
Seriously, uh, AEW yeah. could potentially create the most epic tag team tournament Honestly, in modern history they, in 2022. Yeah, they, could be and they, they, and they've version. avoided doing tag team tournaments for a long time. We've seen right. multiple women's tournaments, uh, right. we've this, two just this year. We've mm-hmm. seen men's tournaments happen. But, and we're about no to, as a matter team. of fact, we're about to see the Owen, uh, but. And mm-hmm. then we just saw the tag or the world title eliminator, but it's been like two years since the last tag team tournament. The last right. one they did was the one for the titles. We, yeah, it's time for another Ooh, tag tournament. It is. It's time. Uh, I mean, they did. Time. They kind of did a small one over the summer, right? With uh, uh, to determine how, how the Lucha Bros became tag teams. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. So they need to do a big one. But I want like a big tag, tag tournament. They, like they've got to do. Teams. A, they yeah. got to do a version of tag league or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah, something like that. Definitely. Uh, and then Dante V says, uh, "Super undisputed elite dragon." Yeah, no, I'm telling you, I, I actually do want to see Undisputed Elite. <laughs> Undisputed Elite is good. I like yeah. it. Um, and uh, all right. So this next topic is going to bring up a lot of stuff. So uh, Jade Cargill leaves Twitter. You know she's right, right? Like, I hope y'all know that. That the point she brought up that everybody came down on. You proved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is what started it when she put, when she said that her picture got taken down and then she went on like that rant afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that was Saturday, wasn't it? Or Sunday? Uh, hold on, I'm looking it all up now. Because... Uh, I- Unfortunately, you can't look up her account because it's gone. Um, right. So you can't look up when, when the tweets. I believe. Well, so her Twitter's back. Um, but I think that's just one of those like people forget that like if you like click one thing in Twitter, it reactivates your account. Mm-hmm. Um, but she at least isn't posting from it anymore. Yeah, um, that was Sunday, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she is right, and um, I know it's easy to go, oh well, you know, everybody has you know has to deal with toxic fans um but mm-hmm. i do think that the experience of black women is very unique um and of course i know that i am a black man speaking on behalf of black women of course i don't speak for them um but mm-hmm. i do see it quite a bit i do see how people mm-hmm. act in their mentions um yep i do see how you know when i write about them whether it be for bleach report or somewhere else how people talk about them in the comments and it's very weird um uh, people get very like i don't know angry when it comes to black women i don't know why um so i get it and then she's absolutely right that you know there's a sect of wrestling fans that hate black women i don't know why um but they come down very harshly on them it's unfortunate and, and it's not just jay like she said she's not bringing this up for her because the thing yeah is, the so what she, she said was uh so her original tweet uh she posted on december 5th uh she said what do some, not all, of you fans have against black women wrestlers? I hear so much of, or I hear it so much, and it sickens me. It's 2021. I'm talking about it because everyone else is scared. I'm not. And she followed up with uh, another tweet. She said, "It's not just about me. It's about black women wrestlers in general." And lie about it and say you don't see it. Um, and so, yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know how you can't not see it. I feel right. like you don't want to. Uh, whether <laughs> it's exactly. Um, whether it's Naomi, whether mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, let's not act like uh, Bianca got the, the love she gets. And still, like, still doesn't. Still, still doesn't. If yeah. you look still. at certain parts of Twitter, no. Like, and I mean, mm-hmm. the way that some people talk about Sasha is kind of crazy. crazy. I mean, even people chanted people... Sasha's ratchet. And right. yeah. 
Yeah, even if you go all the way back to Alicia Fox, the way people mm-hmm. talked about Alicia was kind of crazy. Um, yeah. And I mean, so that's across the board. I mean, mm-hmm. and I mean, I still will never forget. I think that Red Velvet had a fantastic year. Yeah. And the second she watched that moonsault, people clowned her for it. And I exactly. hated it. I hated that's exactly it. what Will was talking about with the NXT 2.0 people was like. They're trying to attach this botch thing to her yeah, because I, they saw I, her in her early stages. You know, it's like it's and she, on, she's had great performances, man. Like yeah. I just, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I mean, I just think people judge women's wrestlers a lot harshly than they do other wrestlers in general. They but do. it seems like with black women, I don't know if it's because they haven't routinely been marketed well by companies. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have this, you know, stigma around them that they are kind of outsiders in this thing. Yep. And I don't think I'm often saying that because I do think that black women are not marketed well. I don't think that black women are particularly marketed too well by Jazz never got a action figure. She never got no. merch. She never got anything. I mean, even look right now, Naomi doesn't have that much merch. Mm-hmm. Um, and Naomi is killing it right now, by the way. She's on yep. she was on Jalen Rose's uh podcast. She's gonna be on Wendy Williams coming up. How mm-hmm. do you know I would absolutely have because uh, I, I, I want women's titles, and I, like, for a long time was going to get a SmackDown women's title. Um, I want that glowing belt. Like, mm-hmm. I, how have they not I, done it? How right. did you not sell that? Right. Yeah, easy I, merch. I mean, I don't know how easy it is to manufacture, but do a limited edition run of it um, because that. And I know some belt makers who have reproduced it, so it's not impossible for a billion-dollar corporation mm-hmm. um, to, <laughs> to produce. I mean, they did, remember that Fiend belt that they did? They, do, they could do wild Yo. shit. Yeah, so they, and you could do, do it. you could do limited run stuff, especially yeah. with LEDs. Right. Yeah, they make all of those tacky, you know, recreation belts for like that. The Taker belt that came out, or that Ultimate right. belt that came mm-hmm. out. You can do it for somebody that is on your roster and has been there for over eleven years. Exactly. Oh my God, that's right. NXT 1.0. Uh, early. No, sorry, that's NXT point five. Um, beta. Uh, but the <laughs> the women's NXT. Uh, you make the rain fall. Mm. Um, yeah, I forgot. Naomi was in that. Uh, That's crazy, Naomi, man. Oh, These man. years are going by. Man, Naomi does not get enough credit, in my opinion. I mm-hmm. think that Naomi... No, she's a veteran now. And, like, you got to be yeah. talking... Like, the, it's weird how we still kind of talk about Naomi like somebody who is one day going to get her moment, one day going to get her shine. And, like, yeah, she's a two-time women's champion. Um, but we still have this conversation of, like, you know, one day is going to happen for Naomi. And it's like... Naomi's a veteran. She debuted. Yeah. It's not. And I'm not just saying like has been wrestling for ten years and like no. made her debut on TV five years ago. Mm-mm. She has been on TV on WWE television since 2010. Consistently. Yes. This, this is what I'm gonna say to that because every time I say that she deserves more or she should be doing more, there's always that one person that goes, "Oh, she was a two point two time champion." That ain't enough. I'm saying it. That's not enough. Why do Mm -hmm. we always have to settle for that one title reign? Mm -hmm. Well, we gave you the title that one time. Mm -hmm. No. And again, she should be multiple time women's champion. And of course, saying two time women's champion is uh, a bit misleading because she won the women's title at Elimination Chamber that year and then had to relinquish it the following Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So was champion for three days. And then. Uh, she won the belt at WrestleMania that year on a match that was originally scheduled for the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and fans complaining enough about it, although I don't think it was truly the fans complaining about it that did it. I think yeah. it was that they realized that Naomi's entrance wouldn't work with the sunlight out. And mm-hmm. we're like, uh, we have to move this to... <laughs> right. We have to move this to... It's an outdoor venue, so we have to do this at a 
when it's dark. Um, and I think that was the entire reason beyond it or behind it. But that was it. Uh, she had that rain, and then it ended so unceremoniously too, and she just mm -hmm. never got back there. We, uh, we have never gotten a payoff to how great her Royal Rumble entrance was when she came back. I Charlotte I, just gave it up to her in a video saying that was the best entrance and, of the night. It was incredible. That Naomi's incredible. And still it. nothing. Still nothing. Nothing with it. I'm saying it because I'm trying to manifest it. Naomi should be the Royal Rumble winner this year, and I'm not going to stop saying it until they actually do it. Like it has to be a payoff for this Sonya thing. I, I have a hunch though that's going to be. be a thing? Uh, I mean. And, and, and there's another thing talking about black women in pro wrestling. Uh, we all collectively got really frustrated at what happened with Bianca Belair at uh, SummerSlam. And we were all told, let it play out. Let it play out. You're being impatient. You know, it's a storyline. Let it play out. It's been three months. Hmm. It's December. And uh, I did let it play out. Uh, she feuded with Becky. Had How some long were we supposed to let this play out? Had some great matches, and then lost. And, you know, of course, I was still told after she lost, let it play out. She'll be back. She might even win the Royal Rumble and go to WrestleMania. And I still think that may happen, except you ran into another issue now. Liv Morgan. Uh, where you kind of got Liv Morgan over, and people want to see her win the title now. And, and I, I feel like... People are going, it's going to work in reverse if they have Bianca win twice in a row because fans are dumb. Yeah. They're going to be like, again, because yes. they're dumb. <laughs> so. And like, now you have Liv Morgan in position to where people want to see her be the one to beat Becky. And all of a sudden now, and I said it, I said at the time that it's going to look, it already looks bad for the record books that no matter how you slice it, Bianca Belair lost her title that she won at WrestleMania in 26 seconds. And, uh, and then, and it was a SmackDown Women's title. And it was drafted to Raw, where now she can't get the SmackDown Women's title back. Uh, and if you have her, say, win the Rumble and go challenge Charlotte, then you run into the issue of, uh, well, she never got revenge on Becky. So Becky is right. still the woman who beat her in 26 seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, there's just a lot that, honestly, could have been avoided by, I don't know, having Bianca just lose in a match. Uh, because... Pro wrestling is pro wrestling. Why not just have people lose in matches? Especially on your 500-hour show that you can afford to have <laughs> a match show. on. <laughs> Especially on a show that you had a fucking segment where Miz in the New Day and Morrison played with water guns. And so then like, the, wor even worse is they tricked us into thinking that Sasha Banks was going to be there all the way up until the match started. Bruh, God, I, say, I, I don't want... Like, God, relitigating this one is... is come is, on. <laughs> that might I, be even crazier than Kofi. I, Kofi is... Up. I mean, I get, like, my blood boils when I think about Kofi. But they set Bianca up even worse. Yeah. To, play, to play that entire video package and show all the history behind it and everything of that match at WrestleMania and then to have her lose like that, that was it's awful. crazy. That's it was crazy. awful. And, I yeah. mean, I don't care how, how, how they book it and fix it. That still was a horrible way to do it. I, I just Terrible. don't care. Like, it still was going to go down as one of the biggest blunders of this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, people will um, compare it to Brian if it does work out, right? If Bianca does win the Rumble and go to WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, see, just like Daniel Bryan, it worked mm -hmm. out. You screwed him at SummerSlam, but uh, he came back yeah. around you know and won it at WrestleMania. But again, you know what? I'm tired of them taking credit for that, too. They didn't yeah. want to do that with Brian. They, they did, did not, not want to do, do it. it we forced all. their hand. We forced them. <laughs> 
We forced them to do it. They didn't want to do it. They told us 500 times, we don't want to do this. This guy looks like a goat. He's dumb. He's this. He's a vegan. <laughs> blah, like blah, a blah. Goat. We, they didn't want to. We forced them. We like, forced them to Brian do has, this. Brian has outright said that the Wyatt family thing was not originally supposed to be a swerve. Right. That, you know, they were they just counted on people not watching SmackDown at the time. But Brian came out and cut a You People promo mm-hmm. um, on the fans when he joined the Wyatt family. And was like, you people didn't really love me. You just love my chant and all this mm-hmm. stuff. He did all of that uh, when he joined the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm. So don't act like... And then, like Brian said, the furry boots he wore at WrestleMania were originally Wyatt family gear. He was originally mm-hmm. just going to be a part of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, that they bailed. But, uh, yeah, as far as... So, like, back on the topic, the original topic. Jay Cargill gets scrutinized a lot. Um, by, and we hear words that, uh, one, I don't think wrestling fans should have ever learned. I don't ever want to hear a wrestling fan use the word green again. Thank uh, you. Thank you so much for doing that. Because it just drives me nuts. Yeah, Um, I was just thinking about that last night being at this show. Like, wrestling is so hard. When people are talking about, like, oh, this wrestler did this, this wrestler botched, you know how hard it is to put together a match and then the next day do it again, and then the next day do it on national TV in front of a million people? Do you know how much that takes? It is not an easy thing. to, To go back to what he's saying with the green thing, the guy that we've just spent almost 24 hours talking about, he had his first wrestling match last night. Yeah. And... I don't think anybody would accuse him of being green, even right. if he looked great in that match. Nobody's accusing him of nepotism or anything Ooh. like that. And that's why I'm like, I think people just pick and choose when they want to use these things in wrestling. Definitely. And, I, and, it, and it seems like it happens a lot with the women. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, you know, yeah, I, I, I think the way that they've carefully protected Jade and they presented her in a way um, to make her look like a star. And I mean, I don't care what anybody says. I think she's going to win this tournament. Um, she's she gonna she's gonna be the inaugural TBS champion. Yeah, and I just think the fact that people have been so against it from the very beginning. Every time I predict that, people are like, "Oh, she's not ready yet." Well, let her show you she's ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and somebody in the chat says, "So, what would you call it then?" Uh, if we can't call it green, um, look. Uh, so, again, I think it's just the fundamental. Um, not. You don't get so, to say that. Yeah, you don't you, get to you don't get to judge everybody for every situation ever. It's just like a wrestler. That's you can't say that. That's right, for people I, I that don't are even know. in the business. That's an in the business term that people use, and you're not in the business, so don't use it. How about and I've that? not even seen like anything like egregious from um, from Jade the way because uh, you would think the way people talk about it that you know I'm watching. We're seeing like every match is that Jackie Gata match, right? Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I I haven't seen that from her. As a matter of fact, uh, I have two matches that uh, out of two people in pro wrestling that are uh, two people that we've talked about here that were actually great. I think every time Jay Cargill has stepped in with Red Velvet, I've been impressed. That first right. match they both had at uh, what show was that? It was on St. Patrick's Day Slam, I think it was. Um, that first match, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they turned around and did it again in the TBS tournament. And I thought it was very good. And, like, yeah, you could pick out one or two spots that weren't exactly clean. You know who else isn't a very clean wrestler? CM Punk. But he's a great – but at the end of the day, he does convey what needs to happen. And it's still great matches. I still think, like, um, 
again, it's it's one of those things where you're only attaching it to her because she's newer. But yep. like Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. That was probably one of the least clean matches I've ever seen in my life. But it was still a great match. Mm-hmm. Just, not everything connected. Not everything nope. was super clean. Um, and there were times where Bianca was watching the clock because all of a sudden Raw is like, oh, shit, we're about to, to hit time. Um, and because people that don't know, there is a clock on the other side of the arena that everybody can see, uh, which is very important for making show, sure shows in on time. Um, but at the same time, match was great. But that wasn't a word people were willing to throw out at Charlotte because Charlotte's been wrestling seven years. You're only throwing it out there because... You're like, well, this isn't the person I've seen for a long time. This isn't the person who's had a ton of entering matches. So I'm going to throw the word green out at them. So you don't have to do that. Uh, And there's exactly there's some people that have been in wrestling for 10 years that are still green. So what the fuck does that mean? I don't know what I don't even think it's so much. My issue is with the fact that people are calling her green. It's the thing I see a lot in wrestling. There'll be one talking head somewhere that analyzes one person the same way and then it'll spread like wildfire everywhere and mm-hmm. i've seen it happen with the Rio thing because a certain corny guy started saying certain <laughs> things about her and yep. people ran with it and they i do. feel like someone somewhere said that jade was green and yep. everybody started running with it mm-hmm. and i'm like she hasn't done anything in ring that looks bad enough for you to say that she is not ready to be champion nothing right. you have seen from her so far is saying like she's not ready to be a champion right mm-hmm yeah, uh, and we got, um, so, uh, let's see. I want to read a couple of more uh, chats because we got a, uh, let's read. So we got some Humper chats. Let's read these. Uh, Alicia says, imagine Trio's titles in AEW and Cole has to choose his two partners to go after him. Will he choose the Bucks or Red Dragon? See, I feel like Undisputed Elite could be a great story. I like it, I like it. You can t- you can, mm-hmm. There's a lot you can tell there. Uh, especially with Kenny coming back in a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Van, Van Twinblades uh, says... Uh, Callis, going... Did you see Callis spying on them? Yep. You that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Van Twinblades said, uh, and this was from uh, back with the uh, uh, the NIL stuff, says, it's not about hiring college kids. It's about them shitting on indie people and disrespecting people like Lady Frost. Also, most of these kids are going to be Von Wagner's uh, because Vince is bad at his job. Yep, um, yep, yep. And also, yep. Uh, Wrestle Voice says, uh, you guys are killing the game, and thanks, uh, inspiring me to write, uh, to just write for fun. Um, good to see brothers like me doing this. I do think that Triple H and Michaels are going to be phased out eventually. I hope I'm wrong, but the E is changing a lot. Um, maybe. Uh, the other thing that I've said this week is that uh, WWE has tried a lot of shit over the last couple of years, and none of it has stuck. So, yeah. like, this could very well just be one of those things where they're trying it and then give up. Like, and they're like, you know what? Hey, Triple H, let's try it again. Remember Raw fix Underground? It, it. Nah, nah, of course not. Remember uh, the third hour of Raw with the darkness and uh, the hot seat that they did for one week? And like, when they were doing two out of three falls matches all the time. Like, <laughs> like what? There's been so on? much in the last year of just, like, let's just throw shit against the wall and then give up on it after a month um, that I... Until something sticks, I'm not willing to accept anything as mm-hmm. uh, a permanent change in WWE. So, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. And then we, have, we got another one that says, uh, people show their real colors when they jumped on Jade. She was right in everything they said. The new code now is that she is green and just pulling another race card. Uh, culture vultures are trying to eat but need to starve. Um, 
That's a bar. And, uh, <laughs> and man, it's, it's definitely a lot of culture vultures out here, bro. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we got one last one we'll read here before we wrap from Dante V. It says, Kenny Omega and the Elite botched the powerbomb and made a joke about it. Everyone laughed. People really show their colors when criticizing women. Yes, they do. There you go. Again, that bars. Couldn't have said it any Boom. better. Like that, because that was it. Nobody stuck on that. It was just like a, hey, They make know. jokes out of all their stuff on being the elite all the time. Their botches, yeah, all the stuff. Botchamania is a thing Botchamania. on the internet. It's a fun yeah. thing to watch, but I mm -hmm. find it funny that when it happens to women, it's all of a sudden, oh, man, she's no good. Get her off TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I really do think Jade's winning the TBS title. I think and, this yeah, tournament think so is being yeah. positioned for her. Um, I even think that the final is like spelling itself out in a way that maybe people aren't realizing, but like look at Ruby Soho and how Ruby Soho is kind of being positioned to overcome the giants in the division that she has defeated, uh, uh, Chris Statlander and just barely did it. And then she'll beat Nyla Rose, but it'll probably be a just barely. But then when it comes to the giant of red or of Jade Cargill, that is finally where, uh, she can't pull it off. I think that's and every the story it'll be tell. good because everybody believes that Ruby can win too. So mm -hmm. it's not going to yeah. be a total. And hey, yeah. if if you don't like that Jade is going to win, that's kind of the point because she's a heel. Yeah. Oh. All right, folks. So? This has been another edition of Grapsity. But two hill, real, real quick, two hill women's champions sounds kind of wild. All right, Clay, yeah. you've been Graps. It's been Grapsity. Hey, 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 hey! Wait, 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 wait! Reds didn't pick a number. Oh, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's me today, you guys. Yeah, Thank next, you. Next week. <laughs> it was a long night. It's yeah. me today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm number 501. I'm the Black Wrestling Tire. Yeah. All right, beats. folks. <laughs> Yes, come back next week. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for your super chats. Thank you for your um, for being here, for being with us on a Saturday. Everybody who turned out tonight or today, it's still middle of the afternoon. Uh, again, leave us a thumbs up uh, and come back next week. We're here at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. We are here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. And for Mr. Righteous Reg, for Philip Lindsay, I'm Will Washington. We will see you next time and have a great day. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.